Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. All right, welcome to the Sebe cast, number 153 with Ron Plays Games. Ron, how are we doing today? Thank you, good sir. As uh, previously mentioned, I am moister than an oyster. The uh, New Zealand climate right now is it's heating up, real heating up. I'm I'm pretty jealous of that. I'm not gonna lie. Like, there's some I don't know. I I feel like as a super degenerate, like I was a degenerate RuneScape player years ago. I guess you could still classify me in that category, but like I've definitely been a lot more active lately in recent years. But I loved the wintertime because I didn't have to feel bad about not going outside, you know. So the wintertime was like, hell yeah, I get a game, don't need to feel bad about it. And nowadays, I just miss it. Like, I just miss the good good weather. But you're saying it's like blistering out there. Is that true? Yeah, no, uh, I absolutely agree. Um, it's guilt-free gaming. Um, as long as there's no sun shining and, you know, it's a bit overcast, you, you, you can mentally get away with that. You can trade in and get a monitor tan. um i I have literally been blistering i I went for a uh, cheeky little surf yesterday very non-gamer of me i apologize yeah yeah what the hell Um, you knew the cast was coming up and you went surfing i know yeah i've got to i've got to be more of a degenerate i've got to make make time hey you're Um, yeah yeah go for it my my forearm literally blistered um yeah, like it, it literally blistered. I, I don't think we have an ozone layer in New Zealand. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Mother, Mother Nature was just like, eh, they've got it pretty good. They're, they're far away from everyone. If there's a world war that goes down, they'll probably be okay. But let's give them severe levels of radiation and mild superpowers. <laughs> uh, it's probably, I, I, I mean, I've never been to like anywhere like australia new zealand anywhere over there but i have been to mexico and mexico like i went actually to mexico last year for christmas and my dumbass thought like the five uv thing was like the five uv in north america you know just like united states just like okay we're good like five uv i could be out for like an hour so i decided like i was like and and then the worst part was is i was there for five days and four of the days it was just raining so the one day we get sunshine 
it was like just enough to maybe get some like good Mexican sun. And I was like, okay, hell yeah. And uh, yeah, I absolutely just fried myself to a crisp. I mean, literally within like an hour and 20 minutes, just completely red everywhere and just blistering for the next two weeks. It was, it was bad. So it's hey, probably I something mean, like that. How do you like yourself served up? Are you sort of a medium rare kind of guy? You know, under that kind of sun, or are you well done? You know, like how how psychotic are we getting here? The, the thing is, I don't even know if it's if well done is basically dead. I mean, that's like the internal, like just like you are actually roasting. I think there because if I had been out, like if I had fallen asleep outside, like dear God, like I actually probably would have gotten cancer, like just straight up and died. Um, yeah. but yeah, I'm probably like a, I don't know, like a medium rare i guess definitely not like anywhere past medium fair fair i i had i had flutton uh on on one of the game shows one time and she said she had her steak well done with barbecue sauce i could not believe oh we're talking legitimate steak i thought we were comparing steaks to sunburns jesus christ I thought oh, you were saying, trying to segue. If, I was trying to segue. Oh dear there. God! Yeah, I'm. Not, I'm like trying to like to compare myself to a fucking steak. Oh, oh, okay. We're talking steaks. Still medium rare. I'm still gonna go that. Hell yeah, I'm medium okay. rare. Yeah. As long as it's yeah. warm, it's it's got to like it's got to. I think medium rare is what? What do they say? It's like hot. Okay, no, no, no. I think medium is hot in the middle. Medium rare is like they say is warm in the middle. It needs to be like right out. You know, and I need to eat it immediately, basically. Yeah. But yeah. I, I just tend to ask people like, you know, not not too off the bat in conversation when you get to know someone, but it is worth knowing if you're talking to a serial killer when they say they like it well done or they like it blue. You know, that's beneficial for your own safety. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So the blue is like on the very end of the spectrum, like with rare, right? Like just frozen yeah. still. <laughs> it's like seared on one side, like maybe or both yeah. sides for 20 seconds and then they just chuck it on a plate oh, like God. the bad boy's still, yeah. still milling. Yeah. The thing is, I would, um, if it was like a good, like really authentic place that I'm spending a hundred dollars on a steak, which I never do ever and never probably will. But, um, if I were to do that, I wouldn't be against getting a rare steak to be fair, because mm. I know mm. that the food is handled properly and I know it's going to be like, you know, I, I don't know. I, I'm not totally against it. Now, if it's, if it's cold in the middle, no, but like if it's good enough like I, I don't know i think i'd be down for that for the most part what yeah. about you yeah i think that's very noble i think that's the only way to go rare is like if you're having a good cut of steak yeah absolutely yeah. like it kind of does it justice i don't know how many of your viewers are um vegan i do apologize for uh, us talking about this 10 minutes into the yeah podcast. no well they're, they're gone now so now we can continue yeah. now. <laughs> wean them out <laughs> you know my my sister and brother my, what was that <laughs> Uh, my 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 uh my sister and brother-in-law live here in eugene oregon with me and uh not with me in the same place but like 20 minutes away and um they're both dedicated vegans and their daughter's vegan yeah so uh whenever i go over for like dinner or something it's like it's it has to be vegan and yeah. it's kind of nice because i i can at least respect vegans i i respect like the ideology in a to an extent mm you know, and mm. uh, I, I think uh, there's something to be, it, it, this is just something that I've like ignored my whole life basically until like just the last several years where I'm like, okay, this like legitimately makes sense. And, uh, you know, and, and to an extent, as I say, like uh, just animal suffering and uh, just unnecessarily. 
Um, but I don't know. One of the things that kind of gets me about veganism is like, if, if the food was already made, you know, like what is the difference between you eating it and throwing it away? You know, if it's like a one time, obviously like you want to kind of make a stand of like, okay, I'm, I'm against like eating animals because of the cruelty side. That's usually what it is. It's not mm. really about like the health it's benefits. It's conscious thing, isn't it? A lot of the time, you know, it's... Yeah. But yeah. even like yeah. if, if I were to ever become a vegan, and that's really not off the table, to be honest. I'm, I'm, I fully eat meat. Like I enjoy the hell out of it. I still do it all the time. But if I were to get to that point, I wouldn't be against still eating meat if it was served to me. Like if somebody mm. is, if I'm going somewhere and somebody serves me meat, I'm not going to be like, no, nah, I'm throwing this away, motherfucker. Like hell no. Nah. Right. I'm going to so eat like, it if, because it's already it's already dead. Like, it's already there. Like, just eat it. That's know? right. So, like, if you are... It's a nice day. Picture this. Okay. You've just slayed a couple of goblins for a chef's hat. I run past <laughs> Infernal Max Cape. I'm looking quick. I'm looking athletic. Jawline's good. And I run straight into that cow pen. I set up my cannon and I start blasting. <laughs> Let's just say there's a lot of raw beef everywhere. You yeah. know what I mean? It's yeah. exactly the same thing. You're going to come okay, in and well, pick it up. It's not wasteful, right? Well, well, think about this. The cow pens in Lumbridge are generally like pretty large size. Like they're living a good life for the most part. As long as they weren't born in a free-to-play world. Like they're living a pretty decent life. So <laughs> you insta-killing them is pretty humane, honestly. 100%. I do feel bad. Sometimes, like, you hit a, like, a two or something, you're like, oh, God, like... It's oh, yeah, or just around, or just a six. Know? Like, they, or, no, no, I think they have eight HP. If you hit a seven and then leave them, oh, dear God, that's yeah. just... People really... just start looking across, you know, from, like, over the fence, just judging you. Just a like, hole in the, the middle of ball, it. It's going to get it, yeah. hole. <laughs> Just replaces the head. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, no. Uh, no, but I'm definitely a meat lover. I just, like, it's one of those things, like... I don't know. Like, uh, I I just love meat. You know, it fucking it's just how it, it's just how it is. I guess. I guess it's just part of being a human, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I anyway, think, I, I think from a, a primal point of view, like we're we're made to. I mean, like carnivore is like our most primal diet, really, isn't it? Yeah. And no. Like, the health benefits that you get from that like align extremely well with like you know the diet itself it kind of shows the proof is in the pudding a bit loaded with nutrients i mean literally like i don't know all the science behind like the the carnivore only diet where you just eat meat but like i can't imagine that's going to lead to like bad health besides like just clogged arteries potentially if you have like too much beef but like all the vitamins and nutrients you're getting from that shit like that's you'll be you'll be good like you'll you'll be able to build a lot of muscle too yeah, I mean, it's like it's a form of ketosis and like, it's actually shown to be really, really beneficial and actually curing uh, things like uh, onset like Alzheimer's mm. and a lot of mental deficiencies that people have, especially at old age. Um, like the carnivore diet has actually like negated that in, in a lot of um, lot of cases. It's interesting. See, yeah, I, I always wonder how I, I like wonder how those studies are like conducted because it it feels like if you were to switch to a carnivore diet for like a study or something, it's not like you're going from the most optimal vegetarian diet. You're probably eating fucking like Cheetos and other shit and like just a bunch of garbage. And then you switch to a really pure form of eating, which is just me. Like that's got to do wonders on your like, mm. health. You know, it's, I don't I don't know. Sometimes I wonder like, what if you were to really get all your nutrients all your macros in, everything, live a very active lifestyle, vegetarian, and then compare it to a meat. Like, would they equal out if you're still getting everything? Like, I don't know. 
It's definitely mm. a lot easier with carnivore diet. Don't get me wrong. You just eat the meat and you're good. That's the hard part too. It's like sustaining just having meat. Like sometimes you kind of want to, you know, bro, you see a French fry and it's painful. You, you see people eating like some nice juicy carbs and you're like, oh, like that was a, a good pastime. I've tried it out actually. And that's the hardest part is trying to sustain the diet. It's very expensive too. Just buying red meat and whatnot and eggs and um fructose and stuff but uh yeah because I, I have this um this chronic inflammation like condition this reactive arthritis stuff and so mm. i kind of went to all four corners of the globe really to you know different angles and and things like that and the carnivore diet like reduced a lot of the pain as well um so yeah. with, with the carnivore diet what are you restricted to you said you, you can eat eggs meat and you said do you say fructose you just say like yeah, fructose. You, so you can so you're getting your sugar you, still yeah, you can get sugars and stuff. So okay. you can have like honey. Um, do you do you include like fruit that. in yours? I've heard that's popular. People like include fruit. Yeah, it's a better way to manage it so that you can do it for longer. Just okay. sticking to just straight carnivore just makes it really, really hard to sustain. But it's basically like you'd wake up and, you know, you just have like eggs or lamb mints or something. Um, and then you're just having, yeah, pretty much like steak, beef, chicken across just all your meals. Um yeah, it's it's any type of meat in pretty decent quantities. But I found like I, I, I lost a lot of weight as well just because it's way harder to stomach all of that and keep up your calories. Um, but uh, it definitely was an interesting dive. Definitely had a lot of, yeah, mental clarity with carnivore diet. Like That's nice. I gamed, gamed way harder with with carnivore weirdly like had had good energy levels but um yeah not sustainable it was very hard very very hard to do for a long time so what do you do now are you still pretty much still oh no i'm uber eats three times a day okay. baby Mackie. what do you mean no. <laughs> you look great do you, do, you, do you feel great do you like do you feel like good like is your arthritis you said something about arthritis what was that exactly yeah reactive arthritis uh it's um it's basically like uh I had a, a, an infection in my body and at the time I was hosting like a, a method, like a casting event. And I just remember of just like six hours of one of the most stressful things because I was casting on a behalf of another brand. Like, you know, it's, it's cool when you do it for yourself and it's, it's your own fault if something, you know, stuffs up. Yeah. Well, I said stuff instead of the F word. How, how was that for some, some control? <laughs> that was um, really good. Well done. <laughs> now you can say fuck all you want. Oh, I'll get to it. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, and um, yeah, like I was having to, to do call outs and things and it was this PVP event I knew nothing about. And I was uh, hosting the event and Eviscape was, was casting and I was just commenting on like the PKs, like fashion and, and things like that. Too. Like, I had no idea what was going on. <laughs> and uh, it was it was fun uh, in hindsight, but it was yeah. very stressful. And um, yeah, at the same time, when I woke up sort of, the next day and um are you still there yeah i'm still here oh cool my monitors all just turned off so. okay um yeah so i woke up the next day and basically my my entire knee was completely filled with um like liquid like it's something really wrong had happened and um i had to wait three months to see a rheumatologist which is like a specialist um you know for your for your knee and some of your joints and stuff dealing with inflammation and um so yeah, where I was trying, I've gone on a bit of a tangent here, but basically, like um, my body had physically broken down, I think due to a combination of 
my immune system being completely weakened because it was fighting this this infection and then like a really strenuous event that's kind of how it happens it's like a like a click and um i had a zest on the back of my knee have you heard of a baker's zest no no but that had basically ruptured and that's what had caused all of this um, fluid to, to pour out around my knee and so luckily i trained my whole life for this it was just three months of just great gaming um but mate i was just hobbling around the place like a cannibal that hit me for six out of eight hp you know damn um yeah so got in a case of steroids and and that kind of um sort of uh recorrected everything to a degree but um all the joints basically with this reactive arthritis what had happened is um they kind of like they broke down a wee bit. They were all inflamed. So there's always like pressure and swelling around most of the, the joints that I use a lot of in my body. Um, and so like every every like step I take is like painful kind of thing. Um, and so that, that doesn't, that hasn't disappeared. Um, I've had that for like three or four years kind of thing. Sorry, this just sounds like I'm just absolutely whining right now. But no, this it's interesting. Yeah. Cause um, you're like how old? 32. Okay. 32. Yeah, I'm turning Probably 29 young. this year, so. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Um, so we're, like, we're, I think it's, it's cool to talk about now. I mean, if we were, you know, 20, you know, and my audience was all, like, you know, 19-year-olds, like, that, that's one thing. But we're all, <laughs> we're all getting to that point where we're like, oh, shit, like, we're actually, like, kind of old now. <laughs> like, we, I, I feel like my audience actually appreciates discussions like this. Like, people go through shit all of a sudden in their late 20s, and it's like, oh, God. Yeah, it's it's like when you're 30, you just get slapped with like a severe condition or something. You're like, yo, welcome to adulthood. Um, <laughs> yeah. Here's some adversity that you're going to have to deal with. You thought you had it good for, you know, too long and you did. But um, here's a challenge. Good luck. <laughs> yeah, no, for real. Dude, can you imagine like, I'm just thinking right now, if you were to have been born in like the 1800s or even like earlier, like you wouldn't know what the fuck that you're dealing with basically it's just your body's decaying and it's like oh god like okay i don't even know what to do now you know like i don't we don't have modern medicine like yeah it's crazy like the not the luxuries we have nowadays to be able to know like diagnose what we got and just actually go about it in a healthy way 100 percent. i mean they'll just cut your legs off i reckon back then they'll be like nah, it doesn't look right let's just get rid of it yeah, and you then know. just like rub some dirt in the blood, like that. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> Tip off right out, or, couple slaps dirt, on it, just yeah. kick you out the door. Yeah. yeah, you got it. Yeah, nah. So that's um, it's been really hard, bro, because it's it's been a mental lock for me. Like it's when you, I guess, you have pain in your body like almost every second of the day. It it's very hard to escape it, and it just kind of sits in your head, and it it's hard to sort of let go of it in in a sense. Yeah. Or, you know, to, to deal with it. And it's like a writer's block, the way I think of it, is just because I've had this, even though it doesn't affect my ability to game physically, like mentally, it's carried such a weight where I haven't actually been able to be myself to a degree. Ugh. Yeah, so it's, it's um, yeah, it's been, it's been really, really punishing for... Yeah, trying to keep up with like content and innovate and have that hunger just because this has been the priority, but I can't seem to get on top of it, you know? Oh, that sucks, mm. man. See, that's something yeah. like you just don't, you, you can't see it on the surface of people, but like, damn, you're dealing with some shit. Like just knowing, yeah. like, so, so you say like you are in 
pretty much constant like slight pain is that right is that what i'm getting like just yeah, or at least like yeah. parts of the day is it like pretty much like non-stop it's pretty much non-stop like even if i'm sitting down my knee has just like rapid shoots oh, of pain through God. it and it's super super distracting and this um, just randomly happened like right after that kind of like broadcast you were doing just like yeah. that all it all of a sudden just came to like fruition just boom here you go yeah just like you had oh, never really experienced much before that, like when pain-wise? Nah, bro. Wow. I, I had it so good. And I was always thinking to myself, like I've done some pretty silly shit in my time, being a bit reckless. And I was just okay. waiting for that day where maybe I'm just like not going to be like... like this. I, I had no baggage, bro, in a sense, you know? And I was yeah. just like, shit. I'm almost owed some. Like I almost called it. Um, but uh, yeah, it's, it's not going to be a forever thing. It's just a shame the timing of it, you know, that I had mm. to deal with it now um than any other any other time but that's life you know you yeah can't see no, this coming real. as you said um yeah it is it is what it is you it, know one of, you... yeah no I, I was just gonna say like one of the nice things like again like the silver lining i'm trying to find is just like it gives you so much more empathy for people that are dealing with the same shit or just are going through their own struggles like yeah uh, i mean yeah that's that's right i mean like everyone's you know everyone's dealing with shit and it might not look the same to you so it's best to just assume you know that you know it's it's a, it's it's when you see videos of or hear stories of people who might be behind you in a car and beeping and tailgating and you might think oh they're just being an asshole like i'm gonna like brake check them or just not move out of the way but their wife could be in the front seat and they need to get to a hospital immediately because she's pregnant you yep, know yep it, it's it's having i guess that respect and, and giving that people the benefit of the doubt um at all times you know if, if people are having hardships to just be patient and and to think you know they might be going through some stuff rather than how that's actually just impacting and you know in your moment um unless you let someone in when you're when you're merging and they don't acknowledge it get right up their ass and yeah, pull the fingers as much as you I cannot them. stand those people, bro. Oh, fuck off. There it, it is. F-bomb. It, it's crazy because like that, a, a little gesture of acknowledgement, that's it. It's not even like you have to go out of your way and make it like a huge thing. Like, oh my God, like thank you. It's like literally a little wave is huge. Just that's the acknowledgement. It totally changes the mood. Like it'll make the person's day. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. It's like paying it forward. Have you, you seen the movie Pay It Forward? I don't think so. It's an no. oldie, but um, that's a, it's, a, it's a good one. I think it's got the guy, what's the kid's name of, uh, anyway, Six Sense, uh, I See Dead Bodies. What's his? Oh, shit. Um, yeah. that, that actor's name, like the guy, like the, like the yeah. kid or the? The kid. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't fucking it's remember. Great, it's great I know movie. who you're talking it's... about though, yeah. Yeah, it's it's pretty heavy. It's a, it's, a, it's a heavy movie, but it serves a good a good metaphor anyway for life. But um. You know, like a, a smile is contagious, and so it's a good gesture, bro. I absolutely agree. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It just makes life better, too, if you're just courteous. Like, goddamn. Are there any good gestures in RuneScape that come to mind where you're like, my man? You know, like, have you had any good gestures in Rooney? Like, well, streaming-wise, yeah. Yeah. But, um... Oh, when someone donates a thousand bucks, you're like, that's a good gesture. I appreciate yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, in, in, uh, I think one of the nicest things is like, I feel like for the most part in the gaming world, when you're anonymous, quote unquote anonymous, you know, just like doing your thing, it's really easy to be an asshole. And a 
encountering somebody that's genuinely very pleasant and very courteous online is like amazing. It's just, damn, you did not have to do that. Like, this is not the culture here and you're going to do it anyway. Like fucking respect. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I did the opposite every now and then for a bit of content. Um, I well, you got to do the opposite occasionally for the content, for the boys, you know. That's right. Let's that's hear right. it. Let's it's hear like, it. It's nothing personal, you know. It's just content, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's that's important. Um, I would go up to people uh, at the ecto What's the yeah? It's the Mauritania her patch, yeah. and I'd sit there and um, I'd stand in front of the patch, pretending to be a bit confused, and I'd sort of wait for my my prey to run in over to the patch as well and pull up with some uh, some some shares and a dibber and the tools and I would always be like, Hey bro, like I forgot my um I forgot my dibber. Do you mind if I quickly borrow yours? It's just my last oh, my first patch of the run. I'll give it back. And then um they would trade me their dibber or sometimes they would ignore me and teleport off and I'd look like an absolute loser in front of the screen. <laughs> that's, okay. that's pretty standard. Okay. Um let's say yeah, they would they would trade me the dibber. And I'd accept it and I'd wait a little while and then I would elk it <laughs> in front of them. <laughs> and the idea was I had to try and give the GP back to them, right? And for them to accept it. And if that was the case, I didn't have to drink. <laughs> and the other side of it was if they declined it, yeah. right? Yeah. which was usually accompanied by some pretty savage text, um, then I'd have to drink. So that was like quite a fun little interaction with people, you know. So what was the wor- What was the most obnoxious that somebody reacted? <laughs> and what was the most pleasant? Let's hear it. Oh, you remember? Bro. Do you know? Yeah, no, I do. Uh, there was the, like, the pleasantry ones were like where people were, it's like, oh, that's all good, bro. Like, I got another one at the bank, and they'll quietly TP away. And, you know, you'd almost be gutted. You'd be like, all right, okay. Um, and then I do remember this time, this one person, uh, it was probably like three years ago, um, four years ago even. He goes, I hope, and then enter. So, like, there was a nice bit of suspense in yeah. there. And I was like, oh, this is good. And he goes, your mum dies in a fire. Oh, damn. Yeah, and then... <laughs> And then he said, and if she's already dead, then you're dead. Um, yeah, so he hit me with the two now. Jesus that, Christ. He, yeah, was he, having was... A, he was having a bad day, bro. Yeah, yeah. he was. He's having a worse one after that, too. Yeah, damn. You were, too, probably. Yeah. No, you were probably just fine, yeah. just drinking. I loved it. No, it's fine. <laughs> I didn't laugh about it. But, um, what was the most yeah, pleasant? When people were people just happy? People were just like, oh, like, thank you for the GP, and then just have to tell me. No, it was like... It was like uh, not happy about it, but I guess just like less pissed off. <laughs> okay, just like taking it, just like they got owned, kind of just take the L. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah that's it. That's um, yeah. What kind of content are you running at the moment? You've got a you've got a Max Dine man. I've seen some of your guides and. Yeah. No. I mean, you do too. Your account is actually hella beast. I want to I want to talk about yours as well. But uh, recently. I mean, I've been kind of on that corp grind a little bit. I've just passed Ellie rate. I'm like 4,300 KC. And oh. it's it's not like the... I mean, I, I always had to put this into perspective because I don't want to sound like too much of a crybaby because technically, getting technical here, you know, my nerdiness is showing, it would take around 7,000 kills to actually be dry, like to actually go average rate of the full log. That's including pet and all sigils and jar. Yeah. But... um. 
So, and I ha- and I have three pets. Th- that's painful, by the way. I have three pets, and I just got one like the other day. So it's just that's just that what? message is cursed. Genuinely. Hours for the uh, the people at home. How many hours is that statistically speaking to to complete the log there at court? Well, it's definitely changed. Uh, like the metas have changed. It used to be about like four kills an hour in the very early days, back when you didn't have as good of gear and the method was just like spec it down a bunch. And then it, with good gear, it was still the same method. But it was around like six and a half kills per hour if you had like max gear and you were going to sweat. And now it's 10 kills an hour, which is pretty crazy. And you can, you can even wow. pump it up if you're going to be doing some suicide methods. But I say it's around 10. So 700 hours for full corp log is what the current thing is. But I've already been there for 700 hours because I was doing the slow shit earlier on. Mm. So mm. Um, by the time I get to 7,000, I'll probably be at, at like... 10,000. Hopefully it doesn't come to that. Hopefully I just get the Ellie in the next, you know, next thousand. But you never yeah, know. You Did you see that guy Spuddy on Twitter that w- he he got his Ellie at 20,000 20, kills I did on see his that. iron? Yeah. 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 yeah, that was that was disgusting. I actually felt a little bit ill looking at that. Yeah, it's it's just like, damn, that can happen. Like he 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 was not ex- anticipating that, you know. He he got to 4,000 KC and he's like, "Oh, you know, it's probably just right around the corner." And then no, sixteen thousand kills. Like that's the that is the fear that I have. So when you're asking, you know, what are you doing on your Iron Man? That's part of it, but I can't fully go in on the corp grind because there's that fear of just I could spend a couple of years here and not get anything else done. You don't so. want to know how dry I went for my alley. Well, let's hear it. Um, my first one was two fifty KC at corp. Fucking a, you fucking a man. And my second one was three fifty. <laughs> But you and Defy, man, I swear to God. Gross, eh? So do you have all sigils? Yeah. Okay, yeah, what's your, what's your total? I finished KC? it at 1,000. Wow, Very do you have pet? Uh, I do not. Okay. I'm not massive on pets. Like, it is a nice bonus, mm-hmm. but I don't like, yeah, I don't phone home about pets. Yeah, same, um, same. I'm not, mm-hmm. not a huge, like, pet enthusiast. It's still, I mean, how many do you have right now total? Oof. Maybe like 10. Oh, does that include my lazy cats? No, no. <laughs> How many would it oh, was, would it be if you included About them? 35. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got, I got about, I think maybe 10, 11, 12, something like that. Okay, yeah. I'm, I mean, yeah. I'm up there. I have 32. Wow. Yeah, they've all pretty much just come from playing a lot, you know. Jesus. How many hours have you racked up? Oh, you don't want to know. Oh, I do. That's okay, why. Okay, let's just let's just ha- let's just have you take a guess at my days played. It's right here for those watching on YouTube. Okay. Um. Oh, are you gaming right now as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm cooking monkfish. Oh, res- respect, respect. Yeah. Are you? Um. I was gonna ask that. Now I'm like I'm very reclined back in the chair. That that's like, res- respect. Like res- respect yeah. for for being so you know respectful on my cast. Yeah. Thank you for not playing. So, <laughs> I got. You. Meanwhile, Eviescape probably got like 16 clients, and he's doing his Fire Cape series while he's on his <laughs> podcast. With you. I don't actually think uh, he was gaming when I had him on. I had him on twice now. Oh, but, good man. Know, I don't know. He was he was pretty engaged in his poop stories where he shat his whole house. So I don't know if he was playing during that. Anyway, wait, I thought wait, is this Eviescape or Skidler? Evie Eviescape shat oh. his own house. Yeah. Oh, I was gonna say it, could, it definitely could be either. Really? Yeah, it could have been um, no Skidler. I mean, he maybe that had happened, but he didn't disclose it. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I've got yeah. I'm trying to think because I'm I'm about four fifty hours on mine. Okay. I reckon you've racked up a bit more than me. I oh, know 450 hours, 450 days. Yeah. I reckon you're at 
I'm going to say 600. 815. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 815. Oh. That's over two years logged in. That's two Nerd years. Alert. In, two years and a hundred days logged in. That's crazy, man. Yeah, and that's and that is only since mid 2017. So it will. I'm round. I'm getting. Well, I guess it's like kind of like around April, Mayish. So in the next few months, it'll have been seven years total. Since in school, yeah. Obviously, how long have you been playing for? Well, I started. RuneScape in 2004 when I was in fourth grade my friend introduced it to me and I played for like three years and then as soon as they got rid of the wilderness and free trade I was I was out I was like fuck you guys you ruined this game and I didn't play for eight years then I came back in 2015 on old school so were you like um what was your 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 school's sort of um stigma with with runescape uh you know like okay. you have friends that played it at school yeah, yeah. so talk about it so my school friend got me introduced to it but it wasn't really big like you didn't really talk about runescape and keep in mind i only played like fourth fifth and sixth grade and mm. after sixth grade you know that's where you start getting bullied for shit is like when you enter middle school here uh, before <laughs> yeah. that you're just like your brain's not developed like it's, it's just you know you're just just a fucking kid you're just running around but um that's when I started getting into more popular games. So like Guitar Hero, Call of Duty, and those were really popular to just be into. So I, I had that good. I had a little Minecraft era for like one summer and then I fully burnt out. But like, and that would have been considered kind of nerdy at the time. But uh, it's hard to say. If I had been playing RuneScape in high school, I wouldn't have said a fucking word about it. I would have been hella embarrassed. I'd be like, no, like I'm not talking about this, you know? So yeah. I don't know about um, you. Was it popular? Oh, uh, like you didn't know because you're spot on. Like no one talked about it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like I had friends um, and we started our little kind of like Rooney group. And then I remember one day at lunch, you know, um, we were having a little chat and it was like a cult meeting. Like we're in the darkest corner of the room, kind of like, you know, when no one can see it. Hoodies up. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, like people don't know about this shit. And then one one guy, now a friend, overheard. Goes, "Oh, you guys play RuneScape?" And I was like, "Bro, shh, shut up, <laughs> chill, bro. Don't say that. You can't shout that shit out loud. It's like social suicide back then, you know? Like, no, no. I mean, you couldn't I have mean, people find out. Just, just the just the like the way it's just the way it sounds. RuneScape. It's like a dagger being stabbed in you. Just like shut the fuck <laughs> up. Like, don't say that. Like, that is like nerd alert. Like nerd alert. Yeah. That's like literally yelling that." Yeah, yeah big it's times. bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I, those, so, I I just need to say this one story, but I've I've shared this maybe once or twice on the cast. It's short, but in college, um, I was over at I was playing RuneScape at this time. This is when I was like getting into it. It wasn't even this account. It was a like my previous main back in like twenty sixteen or something, and I went over to a girl's like apartment uh, complex. There was like four or five girls over there, and I went with like two of my friends and well, friends but one of them was yeah. fucking yeah one of them came out and he's like just like the worst wingman of all time you know like we're all there <laughs> trying to like you know just you know hang out with these chicks and he <laughs> he decides to just declare to all the girls there that i play a lot of runescape you know when i'm at my apartment just, oh. I, and, and he's just like talking about it he's just like yeah like Sater loves this game like runescape like it's just like killing dragons and stuff and i'm like Bruh, like I looked at him and I'm like, 
holy shit like you are you're the worst like you're the literal worst and they're like asking about they're like what like what's that and of course when there's a lot of girls there's a lot of like different energy going on they don't know what it is so they're like trying to ask me about it and i'm like bro like what the fuck like why did you do this to me like what am i supposed to explain like it's just it's just the worst so yeah that was oh some shitty shitty move but what a stitch up man because and then all the chicks they talk bro after that too oh yeah like oh yeah it was such a nerd like slaying dragons and then you i don't know you might have like one like hot golf chick in the corner be like i don't know i think it's kind of hot yeah but they would never say it and i'd be too shy to (laughs) approach them so it's just doomed from the get-go yeah so did you shadow ban your mate after that? Like, you know, like you, you stopped hanging out with him or what? Are you in the car? No, I would I, I would still hang out with him because we lived together. Um, but oh my god, yeah, I would just find ways to just like just just throwing jabs at him basically for the rest of the semester. Just like fuck you, like piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah, he yeah. set you up. It's only fair, bro. You gotta get even a little bit. And how did he do with the uh the ladies, you know, like in that sort of situation? Did he get himself ahead a little bit or what? Probably, because you, when you're an <laughs> asshole, you just can you do whatever you want. You just don't you, you don't you don't have any respect for your homies, so like you know, like he probably probably got some good action, yeah, for sure. But yeah. just, I don't care. One about. of the lines you could have used, um, in hindsight was yeah. you gotta slay a few dragons to get to the princess and then just make eye contact with the hottest one in the group <laughs> no it's just it's de- <laughs> the energy in that room was just it's hard to explain but the energy in the room was i mean i was as soon as he said the word runescape i was just pitting out like just armpit sweating just feeling <laughs> like hella anxious like oh my god i'm gonna have to like fucking explain this because the thing is and I, I have to also clarify this. Like nowadays, I wouldn't mind talking about RuneScape. I mean, I'm a goddamn mm. like I'm turning 29 this year. Like I don't care. I don't care what people know about me anymore. I'm pretty transparent about a lot of things. But yeah. back then, I was ashamed that I played it because yeah. I would like. I thought by me playing it, it was just like ruining my life because that's what I had just been told. Like if you're playing video games, not like really focusing on your schooling, then like, you know, you're just, you're just a failure. And uh, I really internalized that. So it was like a vice. It was like, I treated it as a vice. Like I, I like daily I'd be like, I I should really stop playing this, you know, but I'd still play it all day. And then I'd be like, I should really stop. And so you, um, yeah, I mean, it's, I always I always thought that if you kind of take the piss out of it a little bit, I always prefer to Rooney or RuneScape as Rooney in front of my, like, non-gamer friends. Mm-hmm. And that way you kind of soften the blow because it sounds like you're taking the mickey out of it a little bit. And, you, you know, you have a little giggle, but I'm absolutely with you. You've got to be – you're too old to not stand tall about what's already a big part of your life. Yeah. And if it's a video sure. game, like, who fucking cares? Exactly. You know? Who fucking cares? And to the boys out there, you know, that – uh, currently going on dates, you know, with with ladies, and you're a little bit scared, you know, to mention the fact that you play Rooney, bro. Do it. Be proud of it. But you know, be transparent because you're going to have to get to it at some stage anyway. And yep, yep. Um, if they're turned off by it, then they're not the one for you. You know what I mean? Totally. Totally. So, are you in a relationship? I am. I am. Um, yes, I am doing long distance at the moment. Okay. Um, it's a wee bit tough. She's over in London and um, oh, wow. I'm planning to move over there at the moment. Um, but I have got to finish up my treatment with my uh, reactive arthritis. Yeah, yeah. Um, before I go over. So, 
puts a bit of pressure on things, but um, no, she likes she likes the fact that um that I game and that I that I stream and things like that. Her, her username is Cult Leader sixty nine. Big shout out to my uh, my girl <laughs> oh, Jessie Chill out there. She she's good fun, man. She's um that's cool. And she's, she's so she plays. Boys, yeah. Uh she's she's had an account on mobile, but I don't think she's really uh, immersed herself in the yeah, great yeah, world yeah. that is Eleanor just yet. Um, <laughs> yet. Yeah, do you, do you think yeah. it's even possible to immerse at this like point in your life if you didn't already immerse as a child? That's um, hard. I think you could, but I just, you know, I'd almost feel sorry for people in the, <laughs> in the sense that they just didn't have that, that, yeah. that experience that we had as kids, bro. Like, I've never felt such, um, you know, that oh, I can't even put it into words, just how magical the, the, the experience was as a kid, bro. Dude, totally. Hey, like, Oh, you know, it, and it was so, it was very cold, like, um, you know, and, and saying that, you know, I, I had times where I would be, everyone was on dial-up back then, you mm-hmm. know, the ringtone, the ringtone that would um, stop you from being able to play on a school night at midnight because your parents would fucking wake up, right? And, um, oh, get off the computer, go to bed. Yep. Um, you know, and you'd get, you'd be at Hill Giants slinging some iron arrows, frothing over iron full helms and kites and uh all of a sudden you know you lose connection and then the phone line rings you know yeah yep. like, god you're like god whoever it is i hate you already you pick it up and um you know it's it's like your mum's friends or something it's like hi doll you know it's, it's caroline there and i'll be like oh she's um you know she's just out playing bridge at the moment can i get you um to leave a message and she's like yeah just let her know that Tiffany cool, just wanted to see how day was going. I was like, you know, okay, all right, cool. Hang up the phone and then your mum would be like, Who was that? <laughs> Bro, I was I was that guy that would bring the <laughs> wrong number. Dude, I would bring I would bring the phone over to the computer and I would just instant click end. Cause like as you said, like you could you could see like as soon as the connection starts failing, you know a phone call is about to come. Like you can literally yeah. anticipate it. So I'd just sit there and literally just have my finger on end and just click it because we only had one home phone at the time. Eventually, we got two home phones, and that was, you know, you couldn't, like, it was going to ring regardless. So just kind of fucked up. But, yeah, I would just end the call. And, uh, yeah, I was that kid. Uh, and I was petrified to answer the phone when I was a child. Like, I never wanted to talk to an adult on the phone. Hmm. Unless that. it was to do with the Jagex membership hotline or something. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but if it was like one of my mom's friends or something, like oh my god, like I I don't want to I don't want to talk to you, like I don't want to even like I'm scared, like I don't know what you're gonna say, I don't know if I'm gonna be asked something like hard, you know, like that's that's the fear I would have as a kid answering the phone, mm. or even if it was like a you know like a, a I don't know like a scam. I guess there were telemarketers scammers, but I feel like nowadays every single thing is a scam. But I feel like when I was a kid, at least, I, I saw it as, like, people legitimately trying to sell you something valuable, like, of that you would find worthwhile. Nowadays, like, I don't know if you get a bunch of spam phone calls, like, daily, but oh, yeah. all of it's yeah. garbage. Like, just, it's all yeah. garbage. I'm trying yeah. to remember if it was all garbage back then. Because you'd get a real human on the phone that would ask you about stuff. I don't know. Yeah, 100%. No, it's, um, I, I fear for my nan, bro. Like she has Instagram, she's probably ahead of most. But like I've I've had to ask friends groups like lately. It's just like a scam, you know. I've I've been selling some stuff on Facebook Marketplace, and people asking for an email so they can arrange like a shipping. But apparently they're just using like a phishing website to get 
um, access like to your your credit card or something like that as well. And it looked so legit. I was just, I, I I saw a whole bunch of dead links and things like that. And yeah, like if that went in front of my my olds, mate, no hope. Like people are getting pretty crafty now, eh? Have you I ever mean, been scammed on RuneScape? Oh, bro. Like, so we you've could, you've we had your do this. We could do this for literally three hours. I could tell you how many times I've been scanned, bro. Like, and it's it's gone like both ways. Like, that's how you have to get ahead too. Yeah, yeah. Um, like I remember one time I got asked to be in a PKing video, and I was like, bro, I've waited this moment my whole life. And this guy goes, I'll pay you six hundred k. I was like, sick. And he's like, oh, we got to hurry up though because my mom's coming home soon. I was like, cool, cool. So we're heading out to the wilderness ditch, and um, he'd convinced me to bring a whip. And when he when he did when he did fly that past me, I was like, okay, look, I know what's gonna happen. Like, you're gonna make me skull, and you know, you're gonna you're gonna take me for it. And he goes, no, nah, I don't want you to skull or anything like that. That's cool. I was like, okay, sweet. Like, there's no way I could lose my whip. So he's small chatting me, asking where I'm from, you know, how I'm like, am I in school? Like all this kind of stuff. Um, fully grooming me. No. Uh, we <laughs> jump over the the ditch, and um, he starts laying some DDS specs into me. And me being quite the actor, I'm going for a, a bloody, you know, performance. I'm going for an Oscar here. Yeah. I'm like, oh, please stop. Like, let me live, you know. <laughs> I'm begging for my life, you know. I'm really playing my part. Yep. And he gets me down to like 10 HP and he goes, he's like, oh, shit. Mum's home. Uh, he's like, here, take this payment. And he traded me four Dragon Battle Axes. And instinct, like, that's a lot of money back yeah, then. Like, yeah. Instinctively, <laughs> all you do is hit accept, accept. And then he did expect me out. And um, I respawned in Falador and I'm running to the bank and I'm, I'm quite chuffed with the interaction. Like, I'm one, I'm in a PK <laughs> video now. Two, I'm 600k richer. I'm running to the bank and uh, my mate who's sitting beside me, we used to do like 30 minutes each back then after school. It's good fun. Um, he goes, bro, your whip is not there. <laughs> Where's your whip? And I was looking through my worn inventory and uh, my inventory and it was gone. And then I realized the four dragon battle axes had protected uh, over the whip. So classically, that's like the whole mystic robe top scam. Yep. And, uh, you know, I saw that as a lesson. I wasn't going to get down about it. And then over the next three weeks, I reckon I probably scammed about 20 to 30 whips myself. <laughs> and Holy I, started shit. Just, <laughs> I saw that as a, you know, I, I paid the price for a seminar on that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, adopted the mum's coming home soon strategy. And uh, I ended up uh, using my spoils and I bought a green Halloween mask back then. Wow. For like 30 wow. mil or something like that. And I was like very, very chuffed with myself. And I had an internet girlfriend that I'd been dating for two months. Was um, it actually a girl, do you suspect? Oh, 100%. Okay. Yeah. And uh, anyway, <laughs> um, oh, by 100%, absolutely not. It was totally good. <laughs> Um, say, but yeah. you know like yeah now nah, girl equals guy in real life yeah yep. that's the, the that's the acronym right yeah and she <clears throat> was we were doing a trust trade um at the duel arena and she gave me like her ranger set and like you know 10 mil worth of gear with like a fury and trust trade it to me i was like oh my god like i've found the one like this is my absolute girl like we're gonna meet up it's gonna be a massive you know success story for online dating and then um she's like oh would you trust trade me your green halloween mask and uh, that is the last i've seen of that bro so no oh it, my yeah. god dude it's just it's <laughs> making my heart drop man just sinking 
Oh, oh. Karma, Karma just came Dude, back around and it, it, bit me in the ass. The didn't thing it? is, it's not just losing your green Halloween mask. It's literally love. Like you, you've lost the love of your life as well. Like on top of it, it's just Spot on. everything just crumbles. Broke my heart. We were we were gonna go to Zaya together, you know, at some point <sighs> in the future, and um, yeah, never seen her again. U I U U I X. If you're out there, um, yeah. I'm s- no, I'm not single. <laughs> in game, I'm maybe. single on the game. Yeah, yeah. In game, in game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I need my man. Halloween mask back. Uh, anyway, um, that was definitely one of the more formidable scams. So, so here's, here's the question, though. So you learned from the seminar the first time. Did you learn from that seminar what to do? Um, yeah, maybe have like face-to-face interaction on Skype or something <laughs> um, at the same time you're doing a trust trade. Because <laughs> people aren't who they say they are. No, 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 no. I'm saying, like, did you do the? Did you put now? Were you now the e girl? The the the, uh, oh, the guy in real life. That's, that's what I'm asking. Did did you end I up double down? Yeah. Uh, no, I didn't. I didn't okay. go that far. That's, that, that's that was past weird, your bro. morals. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, for was. sure. That's odd. Even as a kid, you have to. You, you just. It's one of those things. Like, are you going to cross this line? Because as soon as you cross this, you're in foreign territory. Foreign territory. Like you. You'll do anything at this point for GP. Like, what what else are you going to do, you know, after pretending you're a girl? Like, what else are you going to do? Um, yeah, 100%. So you got to draw your lines in the sand, and that's probably just that. I mean, I'm impressed that that was a scam so long ago, the four Dragon Battle Axes, because that was the same shit that was happening in Rev Caves back just a few years oh, ago. Oh, really? Yeah, do you remember? Because uh, people, um, as soon as the, as soon as the uh, Rev weapons came out, I'm pretty sure, was that it? I think it was the rev weapons came out and then what people would do is drop like four noted dragon plate skirts or something like that and the rev weapons obviously wouldn't protect over it so people would like have a rev weapon scold out there and then somebody would just drop four dragon plate legs and the first thing you're thinking is like oh my god like rev loot let's just pick this up and then you'd have a team of macers just come and just insta kill you and then they'd get your like 400 mil crossbow because that's back when they were like really uh. expensive that's why they changed it. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Bro. And I thought that was genius. I was like, holy shit. Like, that's some crazy shit. But that, I guess that's an old tactic. That is, I mean, yeah, that's, that's, um, that is age old. But at the same time, it's, I guess, pivoting it so that it works in like different, I guess, climates. Hey, that's, that's so smart. But uh, I, honestly, some of the, the, the scams people come up with on RuneScape, like the FBI should be plucking some of these players out to work in fraud protection and shit. I swear to God pretty smart yeah no it's it's i'm glad i've had my fair share of experiences getting scammed as a kid because and i mean it was so emotionally taxing on me as a child getting scammed for the first few times it just you cry oh yeah i'd be bawling my eyes out dude i'd just be slamming the computer and just my dad would take me to my room you know i have to be in my room (laughs) i'm just like throwing shit just so butt hurt you know and i can't you do don't any- even know i, like, yeah, I can't do anything know. about it yeah it's just like and, and my fucking boomer parents are just having a laugh and they're like oh don't worry like just just reload your save you know like what that's not how it uh, fucking works you can't pause the game mom yeah for real hey, then it's gonna be cold tonight <laughs> i i had some i had definitely some trauma built up from all that so it really taught me because i mean you're talking about you know, people getting scammed in real life nowadays. Like, I am so skeptical of everything. Like, and and um, 
when I was in my early 20s, I actually was doing door-to-door sales with a sales team. And that's the same sort of shady shit that you're kind of getting yourself into. I did it because my brother, my older brother, like, like sort of got me into it. It got me kind of like um, into the whole thing in Las Vegas. And I was going door-to-door selling. Really? Yeah, yeah. And he and he made like, you know, 40, 50 grand in a, in a couple months from doing this. Okay. So I was like, okay, like clearly this can't be that big of a scam. My real life brother just made a bunch of money, you know. And then you start really reading the details of kind of what you're doing. And it's just not a product you can actually believe in. Like there's a lot of shady details that are going on. Right. And what was the product? If you I mean, it was solar. It was it, so I would. Oh, so I, I wasn't selling solar panels. I was selling um, a utility bill, basically. And so hmm. they were rent. They were going to be renting solar panels. So they don't pay a dime. Um, And they're just going to be paying lower rent each month. Like that's the whole idea behind it. So you just go there, sell them solar panels for a 20 year agreement. And then they have to have solar panels on their home for the next 20 years, and they're going to just pay less. In their... But then you start actually looking at what this is going to do, and like you, you cannot guarantee that in 20 years there's not some other sort of technology, some other like more powerful solar panels, or just whatever. Um, mm. So you're locked into this 20-year thing. And over time, you know, that we would if, – if you actually looked at it, like – over time, you'd be losing. Like you're kind of at a loss, sort of. Like the the customer's actually getting scammed somewhat. Now there probably were some cases where they wouldn't get scammed, but a lot of cases it seemed like this is actually isn't a good idea. But the way to sell it was to not disclose that. You know, just mm. just don't talk about it. And um, it's just not like it's. I'm just there, and I'm like, bro. Like I, I'm literally in the thick of what I hate right now of like not being fully honest with people. And, and that drove you to stop doing that, obviously. Yeah, yeah, just quit. Yeah. And um, man. it's just one of those. And it, it's so easy to get into that. And then you kind of lose. You just slowly chip away your morals where you just see people as money. You know, you go to somebody's place. And you're like, I could make money off of, you know, them. Mm, it's just, a, it's just mm. a shitty way. I don't know. I just, I hated it. Absolutely hated it. Yeah, that's not very purposeful, is it? I think having a a moral purposes and a compass obviously is always good but and the and the work you do as well i think you know if you you can have some sort of livelihood that you know um positively and honestly impacts other people's lives you know as cliche as to sound uh yeah if, even if it's one person i think that's good yeah good no that's 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 a way i mean some people i feel like people are different like their brains just function differently in my head like i would lose nonstop sleep over actively scamming people as an occupation it's just not it's just not like you're really gonna spend your one life just scam like fucking people over like what what, mm. what kind of life is that like really like and and i see people like I don't know if you saw that that uh, <laughs> fucking tweet from Curtis uh, on Twitter where he he posted like the the fake Bodie live stream and the dude had his face cam up. <laughs> Did you see? That? I didn't see that, but that's bro, good. bro. Okay, I need to link this to you. It's just fucking hilarious. I mean, okay, well I have the picture anyway. I think I tweeted one, so uh, I tweeted like a different variant. But here, here's mine. It, like this was i mean there was more to it it was showing like other streams alongside of it but like 3.3k viewers just like my last osr stream read below bodie underscore h6z just literally full face cam of the scammer do you reckon he knew that was happening 
Um, he looks like a bit of a scam. Not just stereotype. He does. He I know. So it's dodgy, bro. So dodgy. Like, looks like he's just oh. living in his basement. Just like, yeah. Yeah, that yeah. sweet, sweet RS gold from these noobs. 100% goes down a flight of stairs to get to his room. <laughs> no, it's straight up. Straight up. Like that. You, yeah. yeah. That, That's definitely the guy. That is the guy who does all the fake streams. Yeah. No, I mean, there's probably a few others. But, like, that dude's probably been running this shit for a few years. And he accidentally... Yeah, I, I'm just wondering why the hell did he even have a face cam attached to his, like, OBS? Whatever he's running to stream his Twitch. Yeah. I'm like, what What kind of... <laughs> what kind of like, that has got to be so embarrassing to realize that in the moment. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> like, my face is on here. He's got, like, the most neutral gaming face on him, too. Like, he's he's obviously just... He's chopping some use or something at the moment. You know? He's yeah. Oh, yeah. Just enjoying just, himself. Or just actively seeing who's getting scammed. You know, probably has, like, an email list of people all, like, putting in their login details. And he's just like, oh, nice. Let's see this guy's That's bank. Right. Oh, 12 mil. You know, easy 12 mil. Like, how could you... Like, that is... I'm sorry. That's a shitty way to live. Yeah. Like, it's just... It, I mean, he's probably fully content, I'd imagine. I mean, maybe. I don't know how what he's thinking in his head. But, like, bruh. Like, I could not do that. I would just... I couldn't live a healthy life that way. That would just be horrible mentally. It would be interesting to see how people get there. Like a timeline of what caused someone to get to that sort of state where they just abandon all morals and they literally just don't care. Well, they don't. They, 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 there's probably a lot of coping going on. It's probably them thinking, oh, it's just RuneScape. It's just RuneScape. Mm -hmm. You know, so mm -hmm. most people, at least what I believe is like most people think they're not the bad guy. Like they think they think they have morals like they think they're fine like they'll find some avenue of you know rationalizing what they're doing mm. and i think for him if, if that is the case who knows maybe he's just like yeah i'm a piece of shit <laughs> but like i'd imagine he's like yeah it's just runescape at the end of the day like who cares you know this is just it's just temporary i'm just i'm just scamming some people but you know this is a this is a learning lesson for them that's probably what he's imagining too like i'm, I'm teaching them you know like don't fall for real life yeah. scams you know you could yeah. pretty much, yeah, say anything and you get somewhere. Or maybe they just, you know, experienced a lot of like, you know, unjust sort of pain and some people have just been dicks to him that he just feels like it's only right he returns the favor. Oh, that that's 100% as well. That's, mm. yeah, that's undeniable. That's got to happen. You don't get there without that, without getting hurt yourself, you know. Like 100% mm. he's been scammed. Like there is not a doubt in my mind that he's also been scammed. 100%. So it is interesting, though, because um, just along that line, like, yeah, it's it's interesting when you just understand that everyone was a baby at some point. Like, everybody has lived a life. And, like, you don't just, like, you go through shit, and that's who you end up becoming. So, like, you got to have, like, empathy for people. Like, that, prob that guy probably doesn't have a great life. I mean, who knows? I just, yeah. yeah. Because yeah, if he had had more fortunate circumstances, there's no way he would have just been making fake Bodhi streams, you know? Yeah. Great. Okay. Um, yeah. So let me let me talk about what uh, we kind of went on some tangents. Let me talk about what you've been up to in RuneScape. Because um, and also recently, I mean, I I saw one of the tweets talking about like your next grind. I know you've spent a fair amount of time at Next and some other places, most likely. Can we let's just talk about like I guess the last couple of years of your Iron Man or maybe just your whole Iron Man journey. I don't know. Like you have you have a beast account. Let's hear it. Yeah. 
Oh, thank you, good sir. Um, well, it all started like any Iron Man journey started, and that is when you lose big at the Sand Casino. <laughs> yep, yep. And yep. the Sand Casino was, it really was the catalyst, I think, for Iron Man mode, because I think you, I don't know if you know, but, you know, you probably know someone that's gone there, lost bank, and gone, well, I'm demotivated to play this account. Oh, okay. Well, if I'm going to start again, essentially, why not just play an Iron Man? And so... That's kind of what happened. I kind of got a little bit bored of playing the meta and what gave you the most money as a moneymaker. Um, and I think the sense of progression on an Iron Man where every drop means something is just a better gaming experience as opposed to just, you know, buying everything you need as you play the game. I mean, that's me personally. That's that's um, that's just a, an opinion. Um, so, yeah, the account's what... 2018 is when I started January, so it's 2024. Run the numbers, carry the two. Six years. <laughs> yeah, damn. Uh, yeah, yeah. Six, six years. years old. Now I feel bad because um, you have half my playtime. <laughs> <laughs> and I've been. I also uh, got got pretty lucky. I got pretty. I got spooned a lot of things like early on, like finished like sire in one task. Uh, what? service in one task yeah it was oh i had some God. crazy crazy spirits. what about what about like the big boys like raids and stuff yeah nah well that was where i uh, my luck ended i went 1250 for a lambo stuff the old sanguinesti at top okay that could um, be me the... i'm still missing a sanguinesti believe it or not i'm like oh. 1100 or something total oh wow GC. okay um uh what do i cm's um yeah chambers and stuff i got a t-boat 200kc actually so i can't talk that was pretty lucky but um seams were a pretty yeah desire they were a bit of a disaster it took a while to get some drops there and then toa was actually under i got i got a staff recently actually that was very recent the old lamppost um that was 18 out of 24 uniques on the drop rate okay not bad um yeah, so no raids have actually been pretty good. Now that I think about it, probably Tob was just the outlier. Yeah, that's that's um, me as well. Yeah, yeah, Tob's a great raid though, isn't it? It is. It. I mean, I I went nine hundred fifteen for my first Tob weapon. So like oh. grinding nine hundred fifteen times with just just assurance hilts continually was really painful. It made me like I, I still was hella addicted to the grind. Like you just. There was something so addicting about just running 416s even off stream. I'm just like, dude, I'm just doing this. Like, I, I need to get this shit. Um, but yeah, I had a really good time with Tob. But it was it would have definitely been a lot more fun if I had gotten like an early scythe and got to use it and just get way more purples, get way more MVPs. But yeah. But yeah, I'm like 1100 now. It just, I'm just missing that sanguinesti. And the yeah. kits and the dust and stuff. But And you said you got a... Tw- 200 kc tebow yeah yeah, yeah i got a tw- pretty... i got a 20 kc tebow so we're oh yeah. shave a zero off disgusting i know it was my first purple Ugh. dude it was my first fuck- like that is it's just like the i've said this so much on my stream and stuff like people are like oh man like what is like the best feeling you've had in this game like what is the mm. best drop like what is the best feeling and it's it's never tebow because it was just i mean it was an amazing feeling don't get me wrong but it's like I've never seen my Tebow, uh, like, I take it fully for granted. It's just like, oh, this is just has, has been on my account for years. It's just like I never had to work for it. Yeah, so. it's, it's, it's what I say to people as well is like, if you're going super dry on an item, it's, 
although like you risk burning out um at the same time the longer the grind like, i feel like the bigger the triumph right like that's it's way more way much more seems accomplishment and relief when you actually finally get the drop yep um as opposed to getting spooned you know it's 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 hot it's it's so different like when i got the sanguine ssf at like twelve fifty, i was just thinking like this is literally why we do it it's like these little you know one minute sprees these highs of just so much dopamine intake it's just unfair it's enough dopamine to power a small city in the states for, <laughs> for a, week, for a you know? brief few seconds yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a lot yeah um and uh yeah that, i was also listening to a, a podcast the other day and uh i don't know if you listen to diary of a ceo no no i've, I've heard no. of it though yeah with uh Stephen bartlett um but one of the guys in there um, basically outlined why like slot machines are very addictive. And mm. I thought the comparison to actual RuneScape bosses was uncanny. Like, if you think about it, a RuneScape boss is essentially a slot machine. Yeah, yeah. You know, it it's yeah. quick, repeatable, low input, like high, high reward. Um yeah, slot machines in a way, and I, I genuinely feel like that is not to put a gambling connotation on the game, but like that is why this game is so addictive. I reckon. Yeah, one hundred percent. I I always wonder, like, if is I don't know how to really distinguish between gambling and uh, just killing bosses repeatedly because at the end of the day. Um, I don't know. There, there is a difference. I think like gambling, just I feel like in the long run you're losing. I feel like that's mm -hmm. like the distinction I can make. I'm trying to like I don't know how to word it any better, but like, and I've never been a, a real gambler. I'm a I'm really against gambling, by the way. Like I, I hate it. I hate it, and I've seen it like ruin people's lives that I that I know. Just yeah, it, just like inevitably makes you a shittier person. It just yeah. does. If you get hooked into that and you get in that gambling world, like you will lie and not feel any remorse about it at some point. Like you just lie and lie and lie and just, you know, cheat and cheat and cheat. And it's like you become that person that'll just do anything to get your next gambling fix. And it's it's really sad. But yeah. um, I think the distinction is just like, I don't know. I, I just feel like you could put like hours on the grind instead rather than like a slot machine. It's not like, okay, this is a one in, you know, 50 hours or whatever. It's like, you're, you're going to get this eventually and you're going to end up being happy. Like slot machine is like, the more you do this, the more money you're going to lose on <laughs> in the long run. I don't know. hundred percent. Yeah. No, you're, you're, you're totally right. And it's, that's why I say I don't want to like put that kind of like shadow on it, but more so just the mechanics of highlighting like why I think like the yeah, dopamine receptors are yeah, just super. That's yeah, right. They love it. Um, but it's a it's a more engaging way, I guess, of uh, pulling the lever. But um, I mean, added to that, you know, you've got community, you've got culture, and you know, you've you've got friends. You know, hopefully that you know sort of play the game and stuff alongside you. So yeah, what would this know, game be without the community? Dangerous. Like if it was like nobody would be playing this if it was a single player game. Can you imagine that? Like single player and like you, there's no community really back and it's just like you just play it. Like what the Do hell? Do you reckon? I mean, at the same time, I think I have started seeing like a bit of a trend. Uh, maybe I'm on Reddit too much of just people who honestly despise having to play with friends. Well, it's there's kind of sad. No, no, no. There's a difference between wanting to play solo 
And um, like, because I, I like to play solo. I still like to play yeah. with people, but inevitably there's just so many things I just do solo and I enjoy it. But it's the fact that I can flex. It's the fact that like I'm, and this is so weird because I don't think about this. I think it's all kind of like the subconscious thing of realizing like the more I progress in this game, I'm getting like, uh, validation from people like if there was no such if there was and this is hard to like imagine but if there was absolutely no community involvement and I could not share anything that I'm doing on this game with anybody this would be horrible like I just wouldn't enjoy this really yeah that's and that, that's what I think I'm, I'm I'm almost certain I would not enjoy playing this if I couldn't at least share slightly with people or be in a clan even you know if it was purely single player just no external communication or internal communication with anybody about my achievements or anything. I mean, maybe I'd play it for a little bit, but there's no way I'd take this game seriously ever. Yeah, I, I guess it is an absolute combination. Eh? I guess everyone's got their own reasons for playing the game. And now you're spot on. Like, I have a tab in my bank called Fashion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and every time I take it out, you know, and you go to a maxing party, it's absolutely with the intent that you want to come with like some really cool notable items to impress other people. Yeah. And like, I feel like a lot of people who probably, you know, we, we didn't get validation elsewhere in our lives before we started playing RuneScape. We found that it didn't matter who we were in real life. You know, if, if we weren't meeting those sort of parallels that we could just put our time and effort into RuneScape and you still meet those. So it's just still the same feeling. Yeah, it is the same um, feeling. It Rune, is. Yeah, RuneScape made that so accessible, and actually, I think a lot of people, like parents and our, you know, our olds and stuff, would would paint that in a negative light and that it's unhealthy. But I actually just, I think it's really healthy that you can you can have access to that as a human, whether it's online or offline. You know that that validation and you know parts of it can be unhealthy. I think if relied upon as well, but. You know, it's it's nice to know that, you know, some people like thinking of you or, or propping you up and, and paying you some compliments and stuff, you know. As humans, I think we're just, we're geared that way now with social media and things like that, you know. Yeah. Um, it's unfortunate, but at the same time, it's um, it's almost necessary. It's, al- it's, al- it's almost a necessity, eh? It's, it's, yeah, it's a slippery slope, but... Yeah, no, no, for sure. Like, there's, I mean, this is, there's a separate argument entirely of, like, living a healthy life and not spending every waking moment <laughs> grinding a video game and not, <laughs> I've been there, I've been there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, but it's, I mean, I, I definitely, I feel like I've kind of, like, described it very, like, black and white. Like, th- that is the absolute only reason why I would play this. It's not really the case, yeah. but I think, like, philosophically... Uh, you know, going really deep into like my brain, I feel like so much of it really is because I get to share my achievements. I get to do something and then people acknowledge it. You know, getting a 99, it's like, okay, mm-hmm. well, now there's perks because you have skill cape perks and you have the max cape and stuff. But like before that, like, or I mean, even after, it's like there, you don't really have to do that, but you know, you're going to get that acknowledgement. Like you're, you're a max caper. And th- again, that's not like on the forefront of my mind. I think it's subconscious. It's just like, yeah, this is, this is driving this addiction in this game. Like this is driving my grind mentality. Like knowing I'm going to get some acknowledgement. hundred percent. So, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm at a dangerous like point too, where it's not like a brag, but like I've, I've, you know, I've acquired a few items now 
over my my six years to a point where like I've basically got every core item apart from a few and I've got this sort of this this addiction to trying to get every core item yeah and every time I get super close they're like here's an update (laughs) (laughs) you know and I'm like oh okay look I'll just do that one and then I'll chill I'll leave it there bro but Every time I get so close, like an update comes out, and they just keep you on the line so well. They keep you on the line so well with yep. bringing out new content. So, um, what are you? What are you missing? I'm missing the buckler from Cox. Okay. And um, I still need three out of four rings from Desert Treasure Two. Do you have the axe? Uh, I don't have the axe, but when I say core items, I mean things that aren't fucking. I see. Useful. I see. I see. Yeah. Um, in terms of like, would you consider inquisitors useless at the moment? Yes. So okay, it's on my it secondary list. So, uh, I have the, the, I need to get the, um, inquisitor plate skirt still. I've got the top and bottom. Um, and then it's just the hard mode top cosmetics and that's it. Like I, I basically, I, yeah, have every item, um, Damn. apart from, apart from the X, but until that gets a buff, I'm not going to worry about it. Um, yeah, there's, yeah, so i i i mean i have a lot of stuff the only things i'm missing currently that even like secondary considered secondary items is like ellie ellie's huge you know it's not necessary i would even throw that in secondary almost but it's still such an iconic item i need it uh yeah i need the ellie which could be so long i need the eldritch that's the only thing i'm missing from nightmare and then i need a sanguinesti armadillo hilt surprisingly that's the only thing i need from god wars okay um and then skeletal visage and there's one more thing i can't think of it right now but there's there's just one last thing that i'm missing and uh that's really like and then of course there's a bunch of kits and a bunch of dust and a bunch of other bullshit and pets and all that but like yeah actual items including secondary stuff that's really useless i i'm getting really really close but like you said like there's always a new thing that comes out yeah um, oh, oh vertus vertus was the last thing i don't have any oh, vertus yeah. i have all the rings and axe no vertus that is weird it's crazy super unusual yeah it's um, like what was your whisperer rate? kc yeah. what was your whisperer kc um let me look it did up did you get it early Let's see. So Whisper, I got the Sirens staff and Bellator. Uh, I think I completed them bef- like at like 420 or something. Both oh, of the Max okay. and the Vestige. And uh, I mean, every, I, I, I spooned everything, just barely. It was like everything was like right below rate on all four bosses. And I got Lil Viathan. What did and, you think of the uh, introducing the drop mechanic uh, with the rings? Ooh, that's a good question. I want to hear your opinion too. Um, personally... I like that Jagex goes out on a limb and tries new things. I actually appreciate that. I kind of like that they're just trying something new. It's not game-breaking. It's still relatively similar. Um, I liked the idea that came up about rather than an invisible drop, there's like maybe torches around the arena. So I'm thinking like Vardorvis has these torches. And as soon as you get an invisible roll, then like some torches would light up. And then you get a second invisible roll and more torches light up. And then all of a sudden like the place is fucking lit with all these torches when you get really, really close to the actual drop. And so you're getting like really hype about like the drop is like, it's, it's going to come any second. Now the downside of that system, however, is like when the places there's no torches lit, <laughs> it's like, fuck this boss. I hate <laughs> this. But um, I, I think it would be cool to have like a more of a visual 
sort of interpretation. But for the most part, I'm actually kind of against these sort of systems. Uh, it, it depends. I'm not really against them. I just wish alongside them, they also had a drop chance, a rarer chance of just getting the item at like 1KC. I wish it was almost like two rolls. Like one is like, you know, the the, the three rolls of, you know, roughly a thousand KC for it. But then there's also like this rare roll of like one in 5,000 to just get the drop. So you, mm. so it's not like you're starting the boss and you just understand, like, I have to do multiple hundreds of kills just to get this, basically. Like, I hate that. That was my quarrel with it. Like, I, I think the whole 1KC drop is iconic. It to is. The experience. Totally. It's absolutely iconic. And obviously the probability of you getting you know, a 3KC drop effectively, let's say for the Desert Treasure 2 rings, because you've got to get three components, uh, is statistically pretty fucking unlikely, right? Yeah. Uh, I think if there was a way where they could still incorporate a 1KC drop, and then, yeah, like you said, like a one in, you know, make it way more rarer than the, the standard, like, average that, you know, kills that you need for three components, uh-huh. but still, yeah, put in a, a singular, like, sort of outlier, I think that'd be cool. One of the things I do like is that you could get the drop during the quest or get a pet during the quest. Like that, I love that. I love that you could literally just get spoon fed on the actual, like doing the one KCs on the quest. Um, yeah. The other thing that's hella bothersome is the fact that none of these items are tradable. So you don't get that pink light. You don't get the pink text. You just get like some untradable, like, oh, you got this stupid vestige. Like, I. You have to see it through basically yeah yeah i mean it's that but it's just like the drop doesn't feel as good when it's not pink lighted and just mm. shooting up like oh my god like freaking out because i mean when i got my magus vestige i didn't even know what it was for the first three seconds i was like is this like another tablet piece like i don't i like i i she's just like i wasn't thinking <laughs> it just doesn't have that pop like every other boss has same with the axe pieces it's like oh yay this untradeable worthless untradeable item like great I just wish everything was tradable. Mm, so it yeah, just, it's, it's mainly for the light. I understand that it's going to raise the prices of all these items because they're not, oh. especially the axe. Like the axe is definitely inflated because of the system they have. Yeah. So with your text on the ground, mm-hmm. speaking of the pink light, hey, so you were loot beamer? Mm hmm. Yeah. Yep. And do you bold your text or do you keep it lean? I keep it lean. Okay, boy, you should try it out. Okay. Might not be for you, but if you bold the text, yeah. it's like it just gives you a little bit more of a come on, you good thing, you know, a little more of a get up. No, that's it's, true. Um, I, I think I, I think I'm partially like OCD. Like I need everything looking the same. I need that uniform look. Yeah, and and let me. Oh just... no, so that's what you can do. So like it would okay. just be all ground items are bolded, so that when uh yeah when you get like the big the pink ones and they're bolded, it just like oh, it I just see. pops. It well. Pops big time. All my text is the same text as like my XP drops. So then I'd have to bold my XP drops and everything. Like every, even my te- like everything is the same uniform text. I think my OCD is just refi- except uh. for, actually. You know what? I'm just realizing it. You know, like the top left corner where it like shows what you're about to do. Like use yeah. bank chest. Like that's actually bolded. That I don't like that now. Crap. Oh no! What have I done? Crap! Now I'm oh, looking I at apologize. that too much. Fuck. <laughs> something about Desert Holy. Treasure too, and then we talked about something right after, but I can't remember. Yeah, that's that's basically what I'm doing content-wise. I'm just doing Desert Treasure Two bosses. I'm nice, currently nice. on Bardivus. What do you think? Um, oh, so, what's your favorite? Have you tried all four? I'm assuming. 
Whisperer is good fun, bro. I like how chill it is. Um, Leviathan is also really fun to engage, but it's quite intense. Um, the Duke is... I like the fight. It's it's pretty chill. I'm, I'm very, like... I don't... Like, if I log in to play RuneScape, I'm not logging in to play Call of Duty. Like, I, I don't want to give RuneScape my full undivided attention all the time. Like, it's yeah. nice to kind of have a mixture of being able to relax... Um, and even with boss encounters, like I'm a massive fan of, uh, you know, some, some level of, uh, what's the word I'm looking at? Just I'm like looking chillness. Chill. Yeah. 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 A bit of chillness. You got it. Yeah. So, uh, Vardivus, uh, is anything but chill. Like the boss is interesting. I like the mechanics of the axes and the little, you know, uh, intruder that pops up out of the ground and things. Um, but the enrage phase kind of gets me sometimes because it can either be all on or it can be like real kickback. There's no consistency in that. And that, that kind of pisses me off sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's for sure. Yeah. Um, I think um, yeah. Whisperer, I absolutely hated initially. I hated it. I thought it was so boring. I think part of it was also it, it has to go with like the mechanics, how like I'm, I, I can't even expect a drop for the next like 300 kills basically. So that yep. was annoying, just like, oh my god, like this is going to take so fucking long. And the kills are slower. Luckily, I have a, like, if you don't have a shadow, I, I genuinely feel bad for, like, those listeners that don't have a shadow under Killing Whisperer. Oh my god, like. Just don't start it. <laughs> I know! Don't do it, man. <laughs> that, I mean, that, that's seriously the problem when you come out with best in slot items that are just so busted compared to the second best. It's like, you're going to have these massive gaps where it's like, you're literally trolling if you don't have this now. I I don't know. And. It's already one of the longest fights with the business like weapon. Which I know is, it's crazy. You know, a two to three minutes. Odd. Sometimes I'll get a yeah. three minute kill if like that RNG is horrible. Hundred percent. So, but Whisper, I actually really enjoy now. I'm totally with you. It's very chill. You just yep. get into the zone with it. You're like, okay, like I'm I'm good. Like this is this is feeling lax. And then the drop table, so good. It's so generous, man. Yeah, like, pops. like the battle stuff. You're yeah. Like, yeah, rubbing your hands together. You're like, mm, dude. The the mm, first mm. the first hundred fifty kills I did, I swear I got six dragon plate skirt drops of the ten. They need to be noted, eh? I know it's ridiculous, but I'm not gonna lie. They look really nice when they're just like, just orange yeah. beam. Just they I mean, are one I, of the best. Still, traditionally one of the best uh, items that you know fall to the ground. I reckon, like look wise, you know, like a set of dragon plate legs yeah. or a, you know, like a, a classic piece of dragon back in the day. Actually, what but, is the best looking item on the ground? Something that dro- not so excluding raids items and stuff because those are in chests. I really enjoy a whip. I really enjoy a whip. I mean, mm. like uh, when I say best looking, I mean like yeah, yeah, that that, that's what I'm looking for too. A mixture of emotion to it as well you know it's it's had a it's a it's a pretty solid item um even nowadays and uh it's worth a lot so you know you got a nice little orange beam and it's just just a good it's just a good item looks good yeah for me so i never had i don't have any nostalgia attachment to any dropped items because i was so newbie as a child so there's really none of that i think so all of this is really the attachment to my first iron man playthrough on this account where like i was getting stuff and actually i guess even before that uh, so one item that looks insane is a draconic visage i've had seven Damn of it, them i was just gonna say that yeah what i've had seven of them on old school i've had three on this account 
Yeah, uh, I, I used to grind wyverns. That's what I did in college. Like I would, I had a main account and I would just grind wyverns. I got seventy two Slayer and just was like sent it. You know, shit. Yeah. They're extinct. I would assume. Yeah. So yeah, they're. Per, I mean, they they're already undead. You know. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Draconic Visage feels good. Unsired, I love Unsireds. Just something so nice about it. You probably don't even have that like whole thing. You spoon the place out of control, so I don't know. But un- yeah, I got. That was pretty gross. Unsireds look good. I'm trying to think of some other ones. Like, okay, well, the best thing I've ever seen on the ground was, and and this is very very close to the Inquisitor's Mace. I'll say, like Inquisitor's Mace was the something surreal but something that was even more surreal was a crossbow this was like early mm. early days of revs yeah and believe it i was actually the first iron man to fully complete revs all pre-log unfortunately nothing's in my log <laughs> but uh oh. i was out there in the early days like grinding that shit and it took me three months to finally get did a rev you, rev weapon did you do the whole like pay for protection sort of ordeal this is did all you find the venezuelans so this is all kind of when this was getting made. Like there, there really was no clan system back then. It was just like a few Iron Men out there. Like you know, you it was a, a solo venture, and you're like paying off a few groups here and there. Like here, I'll give you five mil if you just like fuck off for the night. Um, yeah. And then it started forming. But before I left, like there was no like two hundred mil two week system or whatever the hell they did after that. I I dipped as soon as I got my weapons. But that crossbow in pink text. I was, I mean, it was a three-month grind of degeneracy, pure degeneracy. It, I didn't even feel like I was playing RuneScape for three months. It was just like dealing with the mafia, like just dealing with <laughs> shitheads in the wilderness being an Iron Man. It's just like you are you are a literal victim for three months. It's just, yeah. and the worst part is you can't just grind it all, all day. You have to find those peak hours where like there's not as many people out there. Yeah, it was brutal. And the, seeing that crossbow, that was the final rebel. I got all three rebel weapons within a two day span after three months. Wow. With no dupes, just boom, boom, boom. I, right at the end of like 40K revs. And I just dipped and I was like, oh my God, like that. I, it's over. It's done. <laughs> like, thank yeah. God. It was insane. So you could, you could come down from a high like that. Well, oh yeah. Mm. Dude, it felt good. It felt good. Yeah. yeah that, that, that's definitely the best item. But yeah, like you said, whips feel pretty good draconic visages hell yeah yeah how did that ellie feel i was confused honestly <laughs> i wasn't even excited i oh, just looked yeah. at i was so confused so early you're just not expecting this is not even on your mind probably that's right like the first one i was like pretty excited actually sorry uh because I, I you know you're not expecting it it's just such a rarity and that was um, your first sigil correct that's my first sigil okay and then I think my second sigil was a spectral, maybe. I actually, it was kind of gross, uh, which was maybe like 50 KC after. And then the second alley came at like, yeah, 390 or something. And that was just utter. I was so confused. I, I couldn't I couldn't believe it. Oh, my God. When did the arcane yeah. hit? A uh, thousand. Just like right on the dot or just around there? thousand and ten. Okay. That must have felt great. Yeah, yeah, because I think that's when, <laughs> oh, uh, what braid was coming out? I think it was Toa. TOA was yeah. coming out. Yeah, and I was like, I know I'm gonna need that. Um, Holy, it was just, it was perfect because of the ward coming out. I was like, oh, yeah, that was uh, that was a good day at the office. <laughs> yeah, 
yeah, getting getting those. I mean, my arcane took me. So I had two spectrals. I, I was thirty four hundred KC with two spectrals at oh, one point, no. and then I finally got my arcane around like thirty four fifteen. I want to say, yeah, and that was right before Toa as well. I was like, oh yes, the and train. and then uh, yeah, here I am forty three hundred now, and I'm just like, <sighs> I got a third spectral the other day, but yeah, we'll we'll see we'll see what happens mm. for the rest of that. Disc coffer top up. Yeah, I'm I'm actually keeping the uh, the du- so I dropped over one dupe spectral. I'm gonna keep this one just in case. There, there's something where like now I'm thinking maybe it's best to hold on to a dupe sigil because this is not gonna be something that I'm gonna be willing to grind later if I complete corp. So sure. if if they come out with a new like shield, it would be cool to keep my original spectral. That's the other thing with an arcane. Mm-hmm. I would love I'd love to get a second arcane because. Damn, I hate the look of the Yellow Dennis Ward. I think it looks disgusting. I just, I just hate it. Yeah, it's gross. The The original shields look way better. I it's agree. so much better. Yeah. Um, my second alley is actually not on my account anymore. Um, I was hosting a LAN party, and I had a mate, IRL mate, that played Rooney, and he was, like, really getting into it, and he was, like, he'd always express his interest in Chambers of Xerix, but mm-hmm. he didn't have anyone to go with. And um, at the LAN, I was like, oh, well, I'll rope some of the boys to, to come with. And I kind of told them that, you know, he's a bit of a learner. I don't think people were sort of too keen to to take the learner and, and have the patience because these guys were like some of the DIY boys were, you know, don't want to say elitist, but you boys, you're pretty enthusiastic about the game. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and so I had to bribe them. I said, look, here's the deal. If we get a purple trim on the raid, there's about eight of us, I'll drop an alley off my Iron Man. And we'll take it to the Duel Arena and we'll send it. And then if I win, we'll split it up between eight of us. And so, lo and behold, Ender Chambers comes out. Bang. Purple light. Someone picked up the Ancestral Kilt. Fantastic. Um, my friends had the time of his life doing the raid. And obviously he was getting a, a split from the uh, the lootations as well. And so uh, I took one of the uh, the alleys off the account. I PK'd myself on uh, my main. Mm-hmm. Went to the arena and won. Wow. So it was such a good little storyline for the... Vi- like, I don't... I, I, I hate when people are like, oh, wow, you've got an alley on that account? I was like, bro, I had two. You know, like, I, I wish it was just, you know, we talk about, like, when you're kind of, like, that validation, like, you want to impress the boys and flex a little bit. It's like, yeah. I, I can't do that to, a, to the extent I could before, but I think it was the most beautiful way you could get rid of a second alley on an Iron Man ever. And yeah, so that's... people got paid out like three fifty mil each or something like that. It was it was great fun. No, I, I don't I, I don't actually blame anybody for dropping over dupes. I, I'm actually a, a dupe dropper, so there's been a lot of things I've gotten dupes of. I mean, I've had two Tebos and I've just I dropped one over. I've I've, yeah. I've dropped everything. So I just have to like in my mind just be just accept just tell everybody off the top just like I I drop over every dupe. You just got to go to Bali or something for the weekend, did you? No, I didn't actually. This is I actually used to um I used to uh like give away a lot of GP when I first started streaming. Like basically yeah. every single clue scroll I'd do, I'd be like like just whoever's closest basically gets a bond and I'd just be giving away bonds a bunch as I was like, oh, I don't care about the GP. Plus at, at this point, like when I started streaming, I was like, okay, <laughs> The last thing that I want to have happen to me is get banned for real world trade. <laughs> like the last, <laughs> that, that is just like the worst thing that just imagine being a content creator, like trying to be a content creator and just getting your account banned. Like, so I had yeah. to, 
Yeah. Any... Oh, you just, you, I'm sure you're keeping your, you know, your, your monthly, um, foot pictures to the, to the J mods anyway. You, I'm sure you're, you're upkeeping that. Oh yeah, we're good. Like, I, I'm, I'm, I can do whatever I want. I can do no wrong. I'm lawless. I'm just, I'm, I'm good. Yeah. 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 Protected. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, are you going to RuneFest? Yes, absolutely. Uh, hundred percent. Um, I'm so glad it's back. It's, it is a highlight of the year, man. Um, you've got, I think before, even right? if they, yeah, yeah. I've done it, uh, Two, 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 two or three times maybe, because um, we did the the game shows and stuff um, where we hosted the quiz one year, and then I did the family oh, yeah. feud, oh, yeah. um, RuneScape version of it though. It was um, it was good fun, um, but it's it's cool seeing all the content creators and their communities come together, and it's such a variety of people, bro. Like you've got your absolute jocks like Skidler, and then you know you've got. You've got your gremlins who haven't washed their hands. Um, yep. I, I don't think ever. Uh, like I would, I'd like to maybe when I go, I'll, I'll give away some, some free bottles of uh, instant hand sanitizer or something like that, you know. They're not going to use it. Um, Shit's foreign no. to them. Yeah. Yeah. They're probably allergic to it naturally. Yeah. I don't know. Um, a rash. But... <laughs> Are you going to go? Yeah, I'm, I'm going. Like, I, I have this like super, super just like, hopeful desire that jagex somehow like maybe pays for some part of it just because it's gonna be hella expensive but yeah. um yeah no matter what i'm gonna just i'm gonna find a way to go so I'll yeah i'll do a little donation goal or you know the, i'm sure the community yeah yeah, yeah, it. yeah yeah it's always good yeah no um, but it just sounds i mean i went to twitchcon this past year and i went to like the based uh, event uh, earlier 2023 as well and just it's just so fun meeting up with everybody and like seeing people in the flesh it's just like wow like you're a real person you know yeah it's great people fun. you've just chatted to for years and you've built the best connections with and then it's like just the icing on the cake when you actually finally get to meet up and they never look anything like you expect them to like it's always quite funny but you feel like you've known each other for so long it's just like there's no awkwardness yeah even there, there is physically it. met you're just like yes lad get, bring it in bring it in yep, come on yep, yep. here you come yeah yeah <laughs> no it's crazy i'm trying to think of like the surprising people uh well you know puggin he is tall as fuck he's like six foot is he he's like six foot four six foot five I always thought he was a bit of a shorty. I know, I know. It's wow. the same with it's the same with Coxie. I thought Coxie was like five foot five. I I didn't get to meet him. I still haven't met him. But apparently, he's like six foot two, six foot three. No way. I know. A, there's no way. He looks like a little pocket rocket. I know. He he looks so short. He's legitimately like six foot three. I think. Unreal. I know. It's crazy. I didn't know Defy was such a beast too. Yeah, I got to meet him. We were in yeah. the same Airbnb. That guy is massive. By default, he's in the NBA. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, okay, so how tall are you in uh, in American units? If Because I'm not I'm 6'3". To... Okay, damn. I, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm about, I think, 192 centimeters. So, yeah, 6'3". Okay. Yeah, here I am at like, I mean, I mean I'll say till the day I die. I mean, I used to, <laughs> in the early days, I used to say I'm six foot just to get that little edge, but... I, I me even saying 511 is giving myself a little bit too much credit. I'm 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 just under 511, so I reckon if you're just under 511 just round it up. Like uh, I think like yeah, yeah, 5 510 some people will have the audacity to say they're 6 foot and I don't blame them. Yeah. I think 59 you just got to own it at that point. Yeah, the problem is is like if I'm deadly honest and I don't give myself that extra half inch and say I'm 511, 
then if I say I'm 5'10", then people are going to assume, oh, you're actually 5'9". They're like, there's no way you're actually 5'10 mm. and being honest, right? Like, yeah. so you're definitely five, And I want to at least make myself, you know, okay, so I'll just say 5'11". Yeah. So. I play RuneScape and I'm 5'11". There is no way <laughs> a woman could ever think you could be the more, the, the, any more of a version of, like, a more honest version of yourself. <laughs> I know. I know. Peak, peak honestly, like, if you say that to a woman, it's like, she can't, she can never question any yeah. any any doubts, yeah. you know, that you put in the, front of her. The, the worst part is like, okay, so this is going hella deep in the psychology of it. Because if you say you're 5'11", like me, then you know, well, first of all, nobody's being 100% honest with their height. Unless you're, of course, like 6'3". Then you don't need to like fuck it. But if you're I'm actually almost 6'4". So I've actually, I've come down a little bit. You're lowering. Yeah, you get to that yeah, point yeah. where it's like, I, I want to seem normal. <laughs> yeah. 6'3 six, six, is so optimal. Like just, I just feel like that's such a good, like, in American unit saying 6'3 is like, damn. You got the fucking genetic lottery. Uh, you just hit that. But, um. Yeah, no, I, saying 5'11 is so odd because if you were actually 5'11, you would not be saying you're 5'11. You'd be saying you're six foot. You're spot on. You're yeah. just like nobody's saying they're 5'11 except for me. And so it, it gives you like that weird thing where you're like, this guy's dishonest. Like something, something's off. Like you just, <laughs> and technically I am being dishonest because I, I'm, I'm not actually quite, fi- I mean, I'm 5'11 with shoes for sure. But, I've got an idea. What yeah. if you said you're 510 and three quarters because that is specific enough that there's no rounding oh but although it's so the cringe. only downside it's, yeah. it's so desperate to say that like you know you're being almost too specific dude it's like it's like being a 10 year old and saying i'm 10 and a half like what the hell are you doing just stop just your 10 or a parent saying their baby's 38 months old it's like bro yeah. <laughs> no, nobody cares just say it's a baby like just yeah or a toddler yeah <laughs> Look, get him doing Cook Slayer, and then let's call him three years old. That's it's, what I'm gonna do when I'm a when I'm a father. I'm, instead of really sending my kids, you know, to their bedroom, I'm gonna send them to mine, and they can just do room crafting or something. <laughs> Parenting yeah. done right. What, do you think you're actually gonna have your kid play RuneScape? Or okay, that, this is it's, it's such a stupid mm. thing to ask. I, I even just I need to just rephrase what I'm saying. I'm gonna let my kid do whatever the hell they want. Uh, whatever their passions are hobbies i'm not gonna there would be no part of me that's like you need to play this yeah but i would not be a i wouldn't be sad some people are like oh my god i would never introduce my kid to this game i'm like i don't care Mm. probably enjoy it i don't know what do you think yeah it's a tough one like you know i won't say that runescape has not bought me a lot of distraction and that I could have spent my time more meaningfully somewhere else. But the bottom line is, like, the amount of enjoyment it's brought me, you know, it could have been the same doing something else too. So it's like, well, it doesn't really matter. I think as long as you've got everything in line and, you know, you're you're on top of other things and it's not crippling your lifestyle to a point where it's becoming unhealthy, I'm like, yeah. Yeah, at that point, you know, if, if I could see... But that's it's it's hard to kind of put that kind of pressure on a child. Like you can't you can't be like, yeah. At the same time, I guess you can be like, make sure you've done your homework and you've you've had dinner, and then you know. Yeah, yeah. You can you can, you can spend a bit of time on the computer. I really I guess it just comes down to some some healthy parenting. Like totally. Um, I see. I don't I don't know what it's like to be a parent. All I know is like the things I would like. My parents love me to death, and I'm really grateful for the child that I had for the most part. But there's definitely things I really wish would have been different in things that and when if you know when i raise a child i 
definitely going to keep in mind. But um, I think just being like really honest with your child about like what the world, I mean, obviously it comes with age and stuff. I don't know what I'm going to be telling my kid when he's like five or six, but it's like you get to a certain point and I just want to, I don't know. I don't want to like give my kid any like false sort of like, delusions or anything about what the real world's like but without being too grim about everything but just like understanding like this is how the world works and like what do, what do you want out of life like what do you want and these, these are the ways you get what you want and so I, I think the biggest thing for me is like I had a lack of vision as a kid like I had no idea what was coming after high school I really didn't like I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Just like I just wasn't just real life seemed like a mystery to me. It was just like clouded, like clouded vision basically. And so I think for my kid, I just want to like give them options and just like, what do you want out of life, basically? And, like, this is how you will get that. And, like, let's work toward that, you know? Mm. Yeah, I like that. It's good. Yeah. It's just, I, and yeah. I, again, like, this, uh, every person that becomes a parent, then you realize, okay, what actually parenting is. I have no idea what it's actually like, but it's my hope, at least. Mm. Yeah. Um, something else I was going to say right before that, but uh lost it. Yeah. yeah, I feel, I mean, my my dad and mum were always kind of against me gaming uh, to the extent that I did. But I kind of, I got pushed there. I got bullied a lot in, in high school. Mm. Um, so I naturally, you know, used it as an escape. Yeah. Um, and it's just always consistent. It's just always got your back. It, RuneScape just doesn't, doesn't talk back to you, you know, it doesn't steal your food. It doesn't judge you. I mean, yeah, you know, it's it's judge free and make some 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 friends and you know it's that it's just it filled in a lot of gaps. I feel like a lot of people listening or playing the game in general would probably relate to that. You know, it's um, it's been really beneficial. You know, I yeah, I guess in that yeah. way, especially yeah. for us. I mean, we are content creators, so it's definitely worked out really great. Yeah, and that and that that's that's the reason I think Dad got on board with it eventually in the end is because he actually saw my my hunger to do something with it eventually yeah. as well. But I think it must be super daunting for parents to be able to kind of expect their kid to to make something from it without having like a plan B. I think Dad Dad said that is you know he's like get a, get a degree and then I don't really care what you do as long as you've got something to fall back on. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm happy with that and so. Yeah, for me, yeah. it's it's really like, I mean, because I had so many passions as a kid. I was super into art. I was super into like 
I would even make stop motion films and stuff with my camcorder that I bought and like just do a bunch of different things. But I felt, and I don't know what it was really like back then. Like I'm just like, I'm painting a narrative in my mind of kind of how it went, but I just never remember anybody giving me acknowledgement of like, Oh my God, like you're, you're like, you're making something really creative. Like this is something you should continue to pursue. It Mm. always seemed to me that it was, People would just tell me like, oh, this is just you kind of messing around, having fun. Like, but this isn't going to get you anywhere. Don't expect anything from this. And again, I don't think anybody directly told me that. But I think mentally in my head, it was like all of this time is wasted. Like me doing this kind of artsy stuff. Like this isn't a real job. This isn't going to lead me anywhere. And uh, playing video games, that's not going to lead you anywhere. Like what are you doing? You're just wasting your time. But ultimately, Mm. I mean, we live in a just a crazy time where you can literally make videos of anything and become a creator and have a lucrative like thing going stream of income if you do i mean have you seen people i got really obsessed with handwriting as a kid as well i was so particular about my handwriting making it look absolutely amazing there's people that are making youtube shorts with a pencil in their hand writing something that looks really aesthetic like just makes it look cool and they get millions of views i'm like bruh That was not a thing. So I don't blame anybody for not having like, you know, praise me. Like, oh my God, like you keep doing this. It's going to pay off. It's going to pay dividends in the future if you, you know, somehow market it. But like nowadays there's so many avenues of being creative and really following your passions. I think that's the thing for sure that I want my kid to know is like be passionate about something and pursue that. Like just do it. Why not? Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, it's it's the, I guess the whole social media thing. You know, it's it's got its pros and cons. But um, yeah, I think one of the pros is it does give people platforms to sort of, you know, I guess give rise and and maybe make their their you know their passions and stuff a, a livelihood. And um, I think that's pretty cool. I think that's really cool to be seen in that way. And and yeah. Totally. To have an avenue, you know, some sort of creative direction, like you said. Um, you know, Rigendale has got ridiculously good handwriting. Have you seen his handwriting before? I'm trying to find a tweet. Oh, no, I don't think I have. Oh, man. Ask Actually, him to write maybe your Christmas I have. card. It's like ringing a bell. Yeah. Ask him to write your Christmas card or something. Oh, here we go. Hang on, look at this. <laughs> okay. Let me see. It's, it's honestly, it's pretty impressive. I feel like maybe he was reincarnated from like an American president back in the day or something. Like this, that note surely would have been on National Treasure Three or something. <laughs> oh yeah, I did see this. Yeah. Yeah, look at this. I'm on the YouTube side, yeah, it looks the Barrows Brothers. Yeah. The six. <laughs> yeah, this is this is really nice, and it, it mm-hmm. seems. Um, like it wasn't, you know, super, super slow. It seemed like, you know, you can kind of get a good like flow going. Um, I, yeah. I was never like a cursive writer. I was, uh, I would, I would do really creative things. Like, have you ever seen the lettering where like it looks like bubble letters almost, but, but you're, you remove half of the line. So it's like, it's like a shadow uh, of the letters. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I got you. really into that. And then I got into like the slanted thing where like, you make these super, super tall lines, but then you look at the paper from a, a different angle and then you can see everything like really nice. And I, and then, I, of course, I would get really creative with uh, just how I did names and stuff like that. Just like went, went, went hard, but it was never, never like this fancy 
old style kind of text. That looks really nice. Yeah. Mm, mm. Um, what? So I want to kind of switch gears and actually talk about your like content creation journey. Like, what even got you into doing what you're doing? Like, how long have you been doing this for? Like, I want to hear kind of the journey and where where you're at now. Yeah. Um, I was originally doing social media and digital marketing for a company, and back when like Snapchat was around and it was just starting. Um before they even had stories like i'm talking people would wake up on a sunday and they would have 15 different individual snapchats for me like sort of collated together and i felt like i had a bit of a knack for i guess yeah creating content like full stop and whether that was just funny skits around the house um little cooking shows and stuff i'd put together and then i was kind of at a crossroads where um I kind of wanted to make something of my own. Like I, I got obsessed with the idea of building my own brand rather than someone else's. Um, I felt that was like a necessary step. So, um, I kind of put two and two together. I was like, well, I like gaming and I like creating content and I don't know where I'd heard about Twitch, but I was like, okay. Um, while I've got, you know, a little bit of, uh, student loan debt, whatever. Um, but, I don't have any commitments. I've got no baggage. I'm like, okay. I told myself I'll either start a marketing company or I'm going to do streaming. And it made sense that I did streaming because it was a lot more low input, a lot less risk. And it's probably something I wouldn't see myself doing later down the track. Um, And so, yeah, I basically bought out a comp. And while I was doing the social media and digital marketing gig, I would do that from about sort of 8 a.m., 8.30 a.m. in the morning, and then I'd get home at about sort of 5.30. I'd have dinner, have an hour and a bit to myself, and then I'd jump on and I'd be, I think, streaming from about sort of, uh, yeah, sort of like 7 7 p.m. until sort of 12.30, 1 a.m. in the morning. Um, I did a lot of sort of drinking-related content. Um, (laughs) I remember one of my first iterations was Fire Cape Fridays. Some people will know that one. And basically... I was shit, still am sub part of the game, uh, where I had to drink a sip of brew in a fire cape attempt meant I had to drink uh, a quarter of a beer. <laughs> and so it was this real fun, vicious cycle where the more mistakes I made, the drunker I got, and the drunker I got, the more mistakes I made. So, you know, if I had an absolute shocker for first run, by the time I'd be going to bed at, you know, on a Tuesday after like a good five or six beers, I'd be, you know, a little bit, a little bit playful. So it, uh, it was good. Um, and yeah, so I, I did Twitch for about, I think it was six months, uh, whilst working alongside my job. And, um, it was just a natural gravitation where they sort of let me go, um, got made redundant. It wasn't really working out. Um, didn't really agree with the management style so much and didn't have too many, I guess, like-minded people around me to sort of keep me engaged and energized. So I just kind of put all my eggs in one basket. And, um, yeah, the community just been supporting me ever since. So, eh? like, um, yeah, made so many good friends. Um, and then I was like, oh, cool. Like, I was quite infatuated with, like, game shows and stuff like that mm-hmm. back then. And so I was, at that point, I was kind of reaching out to other content creators to bring them on to, I, I, every week, I would do Millionaire Monday. And so I would make 15 questions and they'd all be tiered in terms of difficulty. 
and I'd invite other content creators on. Um, they'd jump in the hot seat, and then yeah, they'd basically play for a certain amount of GP. It was never a lot because my account wasn't like super loaded. I think it was more the novelty, and no one was really doing game shows back then. Hyphonics had a crack at stealing my bloody game show idea. <laughs> um, little fucker, John. <laughs> um, yeah, I expressed my displeasement on that, and we we yeah came to an agreement. He was not going to be a dick. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and so i think i think that's kind of what propelled the channel uh and and my content and i think that's probably been like a core strength of mine is to kind of i guess host people and facilitate conversation between people um naturally just kind of playing the game by itself i felt it has never really been like my calling as such but mm. um yeah it's just i don't know i, I did it for so many years, I kind of lost the, the the novelty kind of wore off a little bit and it just felt more like work rather than fun. And it's probably unreal to always expect to be having fun all the time with work. Um, but yeah, I kind of tapered off um, a wee bit on the game shows and, and concentrated a bit more. And I, I just got hooked on Iron Man, bro. You know, it's, that happens it's too. Yeah. Game mode, as you know. Um, so yeah, I, I probably took my my foot off the pedal a little bit, and then yeah, that whole inflammation thing happened. It was just a bit of a cascade. But um, well, what happened? Yeah. Oh, the the whole reactive arthritis. Oh right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but um, yeah, that's that's kind of been the root, I think, of my content creation is is hosting and the the game shows. Um, and we like to do things a little creatively and intertwine some drinks. I think as a as a kiwi innovation and drinking purses um yeah it's been been the setup really yep. from the get-go that's cool yeah no it's it's fun i think uh I, i'm not like in, in the game show department but uh definitely like getting just kind of being more interactive with the community is definitely kind of where i've sort of leaned over the years as well just with podcasting especially just it was never really meant to get to this point where i just talked to anybody it was literally just like <laughs> it's kind of just i mean I, I still talk about runescape a lot in the casts but um it's i've definitely kind of ventured out into other conversations with other osrs creators and players and stuff but it really initially it was just meant to just be talking with the boys that are you know on the iron man grind initially and then you know just kind of talking about how the game's going and i guess it still yeah. is sort of like that but um I've definitely had a variety of people and now it's just like, it's just part of the weekly uh, ritual. And like you said, you were saying, um, you know, doing something consistently where initially it's just, Oh, this is hella fun. Like, this is just a great thing. And then it becomes kind of like that work of like, Oh, this is kind of a lot of work now. Uh, I yeah. really had to take, like, there's been a couple moments over the last three years where like, I've had to make like adjustments in my mind. I'm like, okay, why am I stressed out right now about doing this? Like, this was supposed to be pure fun. This is supposed to be a side project. This is supposed to be just like me chatting shit. And so there have been a few moments where I've had to like reevaluate uh, like why this was fun, why I wanted to do this in the first place. Cause sometimes it can get kind of overwhelming. Like obviously like just talking to somebody weekly is not that big of a deal, but for some reason mentally you can get into like that kind of rut of like, Ugh, maybe I should take a break or just like, yeah, but ultimately that, yeah no go for it yeah it's it's that sorry it's keeping that i guess that consistency um you know people always have these motivational sort of ploys and speeches about getting from zero to a hundred if you will uh you know but 
no one it's i'm not point of like arrogance or anything like that let's just say like it's it's you know from a point of you know uh reasonable establishment to a point where it's my livelihood right but no one tells you or teaches you how to stay in that like six and like final gear of not burning out of what makes i think your content great and things like that like or you know if a, a business is doing really well um and it, maybe it's not something that you would expect might have happened no one kind of like talks about how to stay there and sustain things yeah, it's always totally. the the grind to get there in the first place is what's always like highlighted all the time yeah and then it's literally keep your gas on the pedal like just keep it going yeah. and keep innovating too that's the other thing you have to you have to keep things somewhat fresh like there's there's definitely something nice about making content for the osrs community where everyone's just hella nostalgic and so you really don't need to change things up too much people aren't <laughs> yeah. expecting the new best thing they want to keep things you know pretty down low and just i don't know normal uh normal runescape stuff if you in fact like it's the complete opposite here where like you venture out you lose your audience you know venturing out too much you gotta yeah, it's a delicate balance. Yeah, it really, really is. But no, I mean, that's the beauty. Yeah, yeah, of this game, right? It's yeah. like it's so like versatile. You you can you know it, literally it's just your imagination is your only limitation with this game and creating content. Like that's the beauty of it. It's people always ask like, oh, okay, why don't you branch out and try new things? But it's like fuck, we we just have it so good. Uh, you know, with with RuneScape and it's it's cult like following in general. Yeah it's nice yeah. you're you're right about like the consistent thing like keeping your foot it's not even like keeping your foot on the gas it's just like continuing like doing what you're doing and uh, we see it with like all the og like household name creators like bodie foe mr mammal curtis like all these guys like they're not really doing anything crazy they're just being consistent and yeah that i mean that's ultimate that has a lot to be like that, that there, there's a lot to be said about like doing something and then continuing even when you know maybe you're not that because the other thing with streaming especially and just youtube in general just these it's really risky like some months are just gonna suck and some months are gonna be great but ultimately uh you just keep going and uh things for the most part go pretty well if you stay consistent yeah and that's that's the hard part man is being consistent like i take my head off to them like it's a it's a struggle and maybe I, I guess there's other content creators out there who deal with that in a, in a much better way and they've had those conversations and they keep that balance maybe so that they can appreciate it day in, day out. But it's a hard part. Keep the balance, you know. I think if you if if, if you keep an honest sort of lifestyle outside of, of streaming so you don't, you know, feel like too much of a piece of shit, I feel like it's, <laughs> yeah. um, it's good to stay there. It's easier. It's a lot easier yeah. to stay there yeah for sure for i've had my like this past year like 2023 was definitely the roughest year at least at the beginning and uh toward the toward the end it got a little bit better but i was definitely the most inconsistent i've been and that those are the moments at least for me where i've realized like how lucky i am and how how much i've been taking this for granted mm. you know there's there's part of that like i was dealing with mental stuff as well so it's not just like all just it's not just laziness uh, ultimately but when when you realize like how much you have and how much like you really want it like when you when you look at the position you're in and you see like years and years ago like what you would have done to have been in this position and then not seeing it for what it is at least for me personally like i just 
it makes me sad that like I, I do take things for granted here and then and I have to like reevaluate. I'm like, okay, like I'm in a very blessed position right now to be able to do this and live off yeah. of it. Like it's just, it's nice. So yeah, it's something a matter I have of to remember. Totally. Yeah. Definitely a matter of perspective. Um, yeah. Mm, mm. Okay. Um, let's go to these Twitter topics. There's a few I want to cover. Let's see. Uh, okay. Uh, Joe Watermelon is asking, how do you feel about OSRS incorporating healers slash roles to new PVM content? I know he plays WoW. Mm, that's a very good question. Um, I got an itching of this first, I think, with Nightmare, how that, you know, it would target... Nightmare basically will target the person with the highest slash defense. Is that right? Uh, yeah, some, it was something like that. Yeah. So effectively, you could deliver, you know, you, you could, you could, you know, have a, a dedicated tank role in there, even though, you know, they're not going to have to necessarily absorb more damage. But, um, it's a hard one because in the game of RuneScape, you can take three styles and cover all three roles anyway whereas world of warcraft is like people it's an actual role-playing game i guess where people have dedicated roles you have dedicated healers um and i love that but at the same time it does make some content less accessible so it's a bit of a trade-off but i think i think it's cool um just because I, it would highlight more different gear sets at the same time um, I would like to see it in some capacity, but yeah. Jagex keep releasing content that's like solo focused. Like I was really hoping that the arena could be like a duo or something as well. Yeah, that would be cool. Like a one to three, like even CG, I reckon should have been like one to three players. Like it could have been dungeoneering on a on a smaller scale. That would be so cool. They still have. I know you're right. Like they, we still have a huge, huge like future for OSRs where those things can be done. But yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. That's that's cool. Um, yeah, in the future, they could definitely come out with some sort of raid that has like a barbarian assault like sort of system where you actually are forced into a role. Um, so like it, like initially in the raid, like it would be like a three person minimum raid or something like that or some sort of gauntlet type thing, and you go in and you've specified your roles. Mm. So you just physically can't use a different style if you're a certain role. And so you're just, you're really dedicated on one thing doing your pro. I, I don't know. Like maybe it would be over simple. It'd just be like too simple. It's like, okay, now there's not like the gear switching and all these other mechanics that you could master it with. But yeah, ultimately it would I, be fun if there was some sort of like role thing where you're relying on your teammates to do things. Yeah. I think in a raid environment, like maybe testing the waters and just having one boss that has a certain mechanic where like one person is like, you know, barbarian might have to pick up one kind of item and um, I don't know, maybe their, their spells instead of damaging, like they can cast on players and a heal. I don't know, like, or it's, it's more dispelling things rather than a heal just because people can actually like eat food anyway. So maybe it's something along the lines of having a dedicated role that's not necessarily healing, but it is maybe giving people power ups or it's, you know, it's playing support is probably a better word I think for it. Mm. Yeah. It would be, I think a, a more integrated approach for RuneScape just because of the notion that I guess we, we have food already and, and brews and potions that can heal us. So yeah. Um, 
But yeah, I mean, with World of Warcraft, I think they they get that they get that right. Like, I want to talk about the system in which World of Warcraft operates because I think the one thing the the kind of the crux with um, raids and RuneScape is that the barriers to entry are quite high because no one really has the patience to want to have to put up with like learners in the sense that it's going to, you know, we're so focused on numbers and like the smallest of numbers mean the biggest of impacts down the line for dry streaks that people don't really want to bring on learners just because, you know, it's going to, it's going to sort of draw out their, their progression or they're going to make less money an hour kind of thing. I feel like we've lost a lot of the soul in this game for that reason i feel like it's too punishing to not be immediately good at a raid mm. um where when you die you lose points right yeah um which is it makes sense if you look on the other side of the the fence world of warcraft you don't lose any points you just lose time which at the same time does correlate to you essentially losing out on gp and out and uh, a possible chance at a drop um and I was, I've always kind of been for the stance of don't penalize players mistakes so that collectively, like as a team, you're going to, you're more likely to lose out on loot. I know that no, no, that's really, probably really, really unpopular, but I feel like no, it's not people actually. would be more motivated to actually bring learners and be more accepting of new players and bring them along with them because... They're going to make mistakes that'll probably set you back in time anyway. So yes, that's probably enough of a cause and enough incentivization for players to get better rather than actually having to brute force the whole thing the entire time anyway. I think that's people's sort of cause for pause on that is that, oh, you could just brute force your way through a raid, but it's like... Okay, yeah, you, go you for it. Get, yeah, like, yeah, have yeah, fun spending a lot of time get, doing that. Yeah, you're, you're still going to have to get the mechanics right anyway. Yeah. Like, you know, you, you, yeah. So I would like to see... yeah personally some some level of of that because i feel like we are losing a little bit of the soul of the game i, I feel like maybe the sorry a bit of a tangent here the i think the social structure of runescape's lacking a little bit like most people don't even know we have a grouping interface you know for certain uh pvm activities you know you've got toa and stuff in there and you you look at wow and i think it's so easy to interact and engage with other players and make new friends on there just because of their social systems that they have in mm -hmm. place already. Like, people are so accustomed and used to using the public chats to organize teams for certain things. Like, I would really like to see more emphasis on that in the actual game itself. And you complain, like, you hear com people complaining all the time about, you know, well, it's so hard to like find people or like, I'd rather play by myself. And like, absolutely, I think it's not two sides. I think it's one cohesive experience. It's like both points are absolutely true because they mean the same thing. Like, I, I wonder if those social systems were in place and used and populated and I think just easier to access. Um, yeah. Yeah. How, no. how much more people might actually like to play the game with other people because it's actually easier to find and play with other people. You're, totally right there's a there's some fun well uh, so i'll just say two things on that is like so hallowed sepulcher when it first released they actually penalized you for not making time like they, you would lose xp on top and then yeah. 
they change that shortly after because they realize you're already losing XP by just being slow. So why are we going to double punish you for? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, and that's a really good change. That's totally fair. The other thing is, yeah, I'm completely with you. It feels like the more players you add to content, the harder shit gets. Like we see that. I mean, doing a mass chambers is a fucking headache. Like yeah. it's just, it's just like things go hella chaotic. And if Jagex, I mean, seriously, at, at this point especially, because we're going to have raids 4, we're going to have raids 5, we're going to have raids 8, we're going to have things that eventually devalue Chambers stuff. So they've, we've already made very positive changes to Chambers. And I think one of the, one of, like, seriously, a really good change would be remove the point loss. Like, remove the point loss from deaths. I think that would be actually fine at this point. If somebody could, you know, I'd love to hear an argument against that because you're still losing time ultimately. It's going to get people into it. It's not going to feel so depressing dying at the very end and losing 40% of your points. Um, and uh, the other thing is just get rid of certain mechanics that make massing unbearable, like burning and things like that in Ulm, where. Going in with a bunch of people actually is a fun experience, and it is easier, low-key. Like, the, yes. the, the damage yes. scaling isn't all of a sudden on steroids, and you're getting 60s off prayers and shit. Just, like, yes. what the hell is going on? Like, bro, if I, if I could just, like, mass chambers with a bunch of noobs and have a very pleasant time where we're not just at, at negative points at the end of the raid, like, I would love that. Like, that'd be fun. Do like, you know I, what this game would be? It oh. would be an MMORPG worthy of its category that'd be it would crazy. actually be bro i i'm so unbelievably with you like we are steering players into this mindset that it's disadvantageous to game with other people because it's like you're facing adversity and it's not worth the cost like they they need to really be responsible for thinking and incentivizing people to play in larger scale groups yep no, they really fucked up with Nightmare too. It was like oh, that bro. could have been one of the most enjoyable experiences of going in with a bunch of motherfuckers and taking this yeah. boss down, getting drops left and right, like seeing drops at least left and right. But they are just totally delusional and made some fucking lottery drop rates and they got worse and worse and worse and worse the more you added people. And then they made a solo version of the boss more efficient to do. And easier, in my opinion. I genuinely yeah. doing a solo, doing a solo normal nightmare versus a solo Fasani's. Fasani's is literally easier. It's half the time. Agreed. So on 100%. top, yeah, it's it's ridiculous. So, oh, it yep. pains me because nightmare is actually an incredibly fun boss. It's so well designed. Yep. It's actually yeah, it's a it's a really good time. But it's just they're not encouraging people to play with other players. Like I think with TOA, they almost got it right where it was at least linear so you can add people to your raid and it doesn't affect your chance at drops i mean like it it's just more apparent now anyway i'm pretty sure it's the same with chambers like yeah but uh you know when it's when you do things like top like it's disadvantageous to go with a four or five man because you're going to make less gp you know per yeah. hour or whatever because you know you're, you're having to split between more people um and it's it's not outweighing bringing more people on in terms of the speed you actually completed it, right? Yeah. So they need to, uh, I feel like they really need to be mindful of like, yeah, use how they did it in TOA where it, it's not a disadvantage in terms of GP per hour. Yeah, I they think. nailed it. They nailed it with uh, TOA. Yeah. Like doing eight yeah. mans, like you're seeing purples left and right. It feels yeah. so yeah. good 
Tob, yeah. the, the worst part is them trying to scale things. Like Nightmare, they, it was the most egregious example where an 80-man feels the exact same as a 5-man. You just yeah. buffed all the HP. It's the exact same goddamn fight. It takes just as long. People are dying left and right, so the drops are going to be worse overall. And just and then the drop rates are absurd. I mean, I remember calcing it. It was If you were doing an 80-man normal Nightmare to get a specific orb... It was one in ninety-two thousand <laughs> to get a specific orb in your name. So imagine yeah. going five X rate. I mean, you're looking at half a million. Just yeah. Like, what? Like what? What are you guys thinking? What are you like? Yeah. Just delusional. They so. need to have a formula that a little poster note on the top of everyone's development computer on their monitor. They just, you know, uh, I don't know what the parameters would be. Something along the lines of like. You know, the, the average speed of completion with the amount of players, it needs to, you know, I guess be, <laughs> you can do like the the hangover where old mate's at the table running all the numbers in his head, but like it probably just sounds really confusing, um, where, you know, the GP per hour as a basis uh, is equal to, or it increases the more players that you have participating in the the raid or the boss, mm. but only in, like only increasing by fractions of amount to a point where people that are doing it in solo or smaller teams aren't complaining because maybe you know they don't have ten people to do it with. But like it has to be at least linear, like TOA. Yep. Yeah. One yep. of the one of the sad things with Nex is. Well, first of all, Nex has a lot of problems when it comes to like phases, getting like damage nullifiers, and just the amount of time it takes to start the new kill, like refreshing that. Because like massing Nex is a ton, it's just an entire waste of time. It it's not obviously as egregious as Nightmare was, but like if you're doing 30 man Nex, you're trolling yourself. Like this is just yeah. the worst waste of time ever. And that makes me kind of sad in a way. Like I'm glad that ultimately you know, it is more efficient to kind of be in those smaller teams and kind of get these things going with Nex in particular. But it really should not be that big of a difference between mm. going in a 30-man. Like, the, the difference should be the amount of time it takes to respawn the fight. So, like, the time you're saving ultimately should be just you have less downtime because you're doing smaller teams. Because, um, mm. you know, if you're doing 30-mans, you're getting just so much time is just wasted reloading the kill. Just reloading the yeah. boss, like calling out the names of the four things, and um, I, like it would have just been so cool if you could just run in and do some mass next, you know, just like have some fun and feel like you have a chance of getting something. But no, it's like you are trolling unless you get a three man or four man team going. And I understand, like they have an incredibly tough time and like a tough job in trying like to balance. Like, let's say, like, it doesn't have to be all content, but I think the mm -hmm. ones that are obviously relevant and substantial in the game, like Nyx, like the raids, uh, like where you get your best and slot items, yeah. um, they need special attention at least in that, that present time because um, they're the, you know, that's that's kind of the, the social hub of where people are spending a lot of their time, right? So, like, why not make it an environment where if someone runs into the room, you're not going to just shun them out because it adds an extra person that, you know, isn't a part of your team or they're less likely, you know, they're, you know, they're more likely to, to rip a, a drop off you or something like yep. that, you know. You you almost want to, like, be okay or at least enthusiastic about people joining you. Yeah, 
Totally. That's so important. And and also just to, on that point of nullifying damage, I, I hate that shit. I hate when there are specific phases that are forced on you. One of the most egregious examples is Zolcano. You go in Zolcano and you are forced to do a three down. Like it, it must be three down. You are it just gate keeps mm. you at 640 HP and gate keeps you at 240 or 620 or whatever it is. And yeah. It's like so dumb because the more people you add, you just realize this is going to take so much longer to get shit. Now, if you could add a certain amount of people, they're like, okay, we could we could potentially one down it because we've just added a few more people. Like, let's fucking one down this shit, guys. Like, let's go. And mm. you're really focusing on a little bit more collaboration, getting enough people into one down this thing. Then it would be like really fun and there would be a little mm. bit of variety. So you could still do the small teams where you're maybe – you could still have the potential of two downing, two downing it, but – I hate when they force these damage caps. And it's the same thing with next where you get fucking one shot off and it forces the HP to cap at a certain thing. Like yeah. if, if they were to get rid of that, massing next would be insanely fun because, yeah. you know, you could even do some coordinated shots where like, hey, like all of us, let's fucking ZCB right here and none of the damage is getting old. We could literally skip an entire phase, you know, just boom, do some yeah. really cool creative stuff but no the the fact that they force these things because they think the integrity of the boss fight is like important for some reason to force it it bothers me to no end i hate it yeah and like at the end of the day yeah you're you're, you're spot on like what people are motivated by and in, in most aspects right is either the gp per hour um or the likelihood of them obtaining a drop you know across personal hours spent mm-hmm like work backwards from that you know so i agree like even if you made it down to like a mass world and then i don't know if the mechanics were changed specifically just for that world, I, that's probably very very hard to do on the coding side or something like that that's probably a different iteration of the game i'm not sure but um yeah i mean people people are just motivated in that way so just work backwards from that balance it they've got all the data you know they can make small changes here and there like yep yep Jono is asking, Seder, can you ask my bro, Ron, if there's been many shoulder taps over <laughs> the holiday period? I'm, I'm out of the loop with this. Bit of a, bit of a personal joke. Um, more of a cue to be a menace, uh, if you will. But um, Jono, it has been a very well-behaved uh, stint over New Year's, my good friend. Um, but yes, I would be tapping your shoulder if I was on the other island. <laughs> all right um why ace is asking worst item grinds as a late game iron man in your opinion oh that is it's a good question we didn't even um, talk about your next grind can you explain like i feel like people um maybe didn't you were there for a while right have you green logged it i have okay um i yeah, so basically I did about six to 700 mass kills when it came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was very, very fun. Um, just whipping around the place, shooting arrows uh, for a wee bit. And then I Coughing. did it, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, exactly. It was perfect timing of COVID too. I feel like it was a coordinated <laughs> release. Great marketing, eh? Um, <laughs> and then I did about 4,300 small teams. So anywhere from six to duos. Uh, probably on average, I probably did... Yeah, about four thousand three hundred sort of three to like I'd say four mans. Okay. Um, wow. And my last 
item was a nil horn. Um, I ended up with, let's have a look at the log, uh, three pets, two hilts, um, ten van braces. Um, Jesus. More wristbands than a bloody summer festival, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, two full helms, uh, six plates, six legs, and almost 10,000 shards. Um, oh, so, man. 10, yeah, there's a few. I um I sacrificed a few brews on that one, but it was weird because I loved I loved it. Yeah. I don't know if that was me coping or not, but I think what makes a good boss is at least two attack styles that you bring. Doesn't have to be a full eight way switch. Um and that's obviously up to the mechanics and the sets the boss. Um and I felt doing the melee fang uh back back then it was a bit of rapier and, and whatnot, um was really, really engaging to do. You're sort of switching in and out, like not too intensely, you know, going from minion back to boss, minion back to boss. Um I just really enjoyed that. I thought it was um I thought it was really engaging in a in a really fun way. I I, I, I understand a lot of people hate the chip damage of Nex and mm-hmm. It is a bit annoying. It can seem almost so punishing. And when you die there after stacking hundreds of KC, it is pretty, yeah, pretty demotivating. Um, but yeah, seeing big splits and um, tell you, seeing people get their their last item like 10 times and before you is pretty like, oh, I'm so happy for you, but I'm also dying on the inside. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the, the pain, I guess, in my opinion, is just, like, having gone 10,000 Nile Shards with for completion. But you're right. I mean, the, as soon as you're in those small teams and you got some consistent gamers with you, it's really fun. Yeah. It's chill. Yeah. Yeah. No, it is. Um, and um, the drops, I mean, they're not crazy. Like, the normal loot isn't crazy, but it's still something to, like, okay, like, I'm getting a little bit of stuff. And then uh, just seeing a drop, like, seeing somebody get something, it was always hype. It was always cool. Hundred percent, and then you get the off double drop, and you just lose the plot. Oh, how many did table. how many did you get of that? Uh, oh, I probably saw maybe like I didn't see too many, maybe like four double drops. Wow, yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, but I reckon I probably saw like fifteen to twenty nil horns before I saw mine. Maybe yeah, <laughs> probably twenty twenty horns. I reckon splits. So I uh, completed next recently, green logged it, and I'm at twenty seven hundred Nile shards. So let's. I want to end the podcast right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, so there Pulls was. You a, so you you probably remember um, toward the beginning of next there was actually a week or two potentially of this like MVP bug that was going on. Yeah. And I had no idea about it, but I was doing next at that time, and I was getting VI or I, I was getting MVPs because I was. I've always been like focused on like not losing ticks and stuff. Yeah. So I ended up getting like four drops within a hundred four mans that week. <laughs> and it. I was just like, I, and I had no idea. And then all of a sudden it came to light. And I was like, Oh, oh. <laughs> that was convenient. <laughs> so that, that definitely sped up my life. And I'm, I'm really grateful because as much as I like next, it's just something about setting up the team. And the other thing is like, I was a grandmaster. So especially toward the end, I, I didn't even have to get KC. Like I just get like a hundred. I last like six hours basically with uh, yeah. the 15 entering. So part of the problem was like having to get other people and waiting for them for 20 minutes or 30 minutes, getting their KC and just like the, the whole kind of 
process was just I think it was just like this mental block where like I didn't want to go here and I realized massing is just a waste of time so there's so much time just thinking about it Mm. but actually getting involved and starting the fights felt great I liked it yeah the hardest part of Knicks wasn't Knicks exactly the worst part of Knicks wasn't seeing the chip damage it was the admin associated with even like before you got a team like getting KC and all that kind of stuff uh, it was the process of getting there and, and actually getting in the door with a bunch of other gamers. Um, agreed. Yeah. That, uh, again, that's why I just feel, yeah, I think this game really could do with an overhaul or some, some education or just, yeah, and uh, enabling people to be able to, to game together yeah, yeah, yeah easier yeah. or just incentivizing people. And I understand it's a delicate situation because solo players don't want to feel like they're disadvantaged by not having friends uh not friends but people they want to play with effectively and you know that's absolutely understandable i don't think you should be penalized for that but again i would hope that maybe people see it not that they're being penalized but they're not scanning an advantage yeah no and you know, toa uh, like you said did it did it perfectly I, I yeah. only started understanding toward the end of my TOA grind that, like, oh, my God, like, I actually hate solos. Like, these things suck. Like, it's I guess it's efficient in the way that I don't have to deal with getting people rounded up and starting the raid and dealing with everyone to pre-pot and all that. I could just run mm-hmm. in. But yeah. ultimately, like, doing duos or anything higher than that was just so much more fun, so much more chill, and I don't feel like I'm losing out on purples. It's great. Yeah. Yeah, no, they, TOA was pretty special. They, they did great. Yeah. They did really good. What do you think of the the um, new Fortis Coliseum coming out? Because you said oh, you're kind read... of disappointed about the not it, it being a solo encounter, but yeah, um, I think the rewards. I think the the bolt pouch is quite cool. I think that's quite exciting. The ZTB is obviously like quite prominent, and I've got one of those now. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I I think a whole, you know, almost. People have always talked about, I guess, like the whole like zombie kind of waves of survival as being quite cool. I mean, that's kind of infernal, actually, isn't it? <laughs> I guess, kind of. It's not. It's not exactly like things don't get crazy hectic. It's just a pattern, and then there's the final thing. Yeah, this is going to yeah. be endless. It seems like so. Yeah, like there's like it's effectively no cap. It'll be a Tetris type situation, maybe. Um, yeah. I'm I'm for it. I'm 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 keen. I'm keen. I'm pumped. Um, They'll do a good job with it. But yeah, again, I would have liked to have seen it be like a one to to three player sort of ordeal. I understand that, you know, put some complexity in terms of how it's developed and whatnot as well. But mm-hmm. I feel like with with, you know, cool releases like that, it's it's worth the extra time to you know, to get some some people wanting to game together. And and again, it's implying the same principle as like you're not disadvantaged if you do it solo. Like and it's just as much fun. But yeah, I feel like if you ask anyone in this game where um, you know some of their best memories have come from, I feel like a lot of the time it's been with other players. So. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. What about I mean, you? Uh, well, I'm excited. Well, just on that last point you said about other players, one of the great things about being a streamer is like sharing your live gameplay with people because then it, me playing a solo Iron Man, the the way I play it really is so much of it a solo, but it always has felt like I'm playing with people. Because yep. people are gaming alongside of me, and they get to see what I'm doing, and it's just a lot of fun. It's a great position to be in. Um, yeah. 
no, but great. yeah, Fortis Coliseum. I'm really excited for that quiver. That thing is really busted, like an additional 20 accuracy and two strength, I believe. Yeah. So, I mean, blowpipe's just going to be, it's going to start hitting. Like, it's like anything that attacks fast is going to just get that multiplicative effect of just this 20 accuracy is now every two shots with a blowpipe. It's like this. True. Your blowpipe is going to feel like pre nerf blowpipe, which I'm really excited about because <laughs> that was fun to use. And, yeah. uh, yeah, it's cool. I, I actually kind of wish, like, I, I am one of those people that um, at this point, I just wish we could just have four ammo slots without any sort of item. I just give me four mm. ammo slots already because there are situations where you need different ammo. Like, Muspa is a great example. You want to bring the sapphire bolts, you want to bring the ruby bolts, you want to bring the arrows, you want to. And, uh, so the quiver's not going to fully get rid of that. Like if the quiver maybe had three ammo slots or four ammo slots or something, that'd be nice. But I'm already thinking way ahead where I'm like, just just give me four ammo slots. We ha- we got the space for it in the gear tab. Just let me... Uh... I don't know how the quiver's going to work, actually. Like, do, do you have to go to your gear tab and just click the new arrows you want to use? Is that is that how it's going to be? Yeah. Or is it just going to register? That's how I you mentioned would... it. It might be like the, the TOA sort of pouch where like it would have a bunch of different options on it and then maybe they'll just rely on people using menu entry swapper or something you know because i'm assuming if you do have just bolts and arrows then you don't need to switch your ammo it'll just react to if you have a crossbow or a bow equipped hopefully that's right yeah but if you have two bolt types that's when it starts getting confusing so it'd be cool eh? like if you could set a setting on it so that like under a certain threshold it would automatically switch to rubies or something yeah i i really do wonder what they're going to be doing with that mm. so we'll what are see. the other uh, rewards they had some sort of intricate armors and things, like some pr- things there's there. like there's like some prayer armor which is just so boring I, I i almost pushed the agenda fully and then it failed the poll of getting a range prayer armor like we have blessed mm. dehyde that has like plus one prayer but like that's nothing i wanted like a proselyte version of black dehyde so that'd be cool. I yeah, think, I think honestly, it's, it's I, I nice. think what's quite fun is the the whole dragon bow necklace. Like for the, uh, you know, obviously there's there's heaps of ways you can you can engage plenty of content, you know, and you're usually rewarded if you put more input in. You're going to get higher XP or more mm-hmm. GP, right? Um, I always love doing like a little task in the catacombs. I would go get the bone crusher. I would ancient may spec my dummy in the house before I go down. Um, and then you would just, yeah, be there and you'd like pretty reasonably high prayer bonus AFK, like Dagonos or yep. full um, AFK. You know, something like that. Nice. Full AFK and you just, you know, burying some bones and you're picking up some seeds here and there and that'd be really cool. I, I agree to see a, a range version of that as well. So yeah. I don't know, maybe you could do some jellies with the Venonata bow or... Yep. No, yeah. that's exactly yeah. like the spot mm. I would have loved it at and like Brutal Black Dragons. I mean, I still would wear my Masori like almost every case because we have that now, but... Yeah. If the prayer bonus is high enough, and that's something you can balance. I mean, I'm I'm even at the point, um, and I've talked about this just in the previous casts of you know how like we have the Bellator ring now, which is plus twenty slash plus six strength. Like I want that same stuff with the treasonous ring and the tyrannical ring. Those rings are goddamn useless, and they mm-hmm. need they need the Bellator effect where now you're twenty stab with six strength yeah 20 crush with six strength yeah to bring them in line i mean exactly. maybe there's some some room for some future some, some future content i guess yeah but, um, totally yeah. They'll, they'll they'll release that and then um and i've a also said, 
Yeah, no, I mean, fuck the Brimmy, you know, just like you said. I mean, they could even add an attachment to the Brimmy down the line where, like, that thing just gets double stats, but it's still, you know, it, the Brimmy's never going to be. Well, actually, if it had double stats, that, that would actually that would actually be really appropriate, actually. That would actually kind of fall in line really nicely mm. in the future. You know, I'm not thinking about it right now, but those Wilderness Rings definitely need something. Treasonous and Tyrannical have been useless since the release, basically, and... um the other thing is the Ring of the Gods. So if they have those two upgrades, the Ring of the Gods would be the trifecta of up, upping that from plus 8 to plus 20. Mm. Then then that ring really holds some good value of like, okay, this is this is some pretty good fucking prayer bonus to be rocking. That would be cool yeah. because... Um, and I want things to feel balanced. Like I want there to actually be cases where it's like, okay, this is genuinely good. 20 prayers, generous as hell, and that would be nice. Or... If yeah. the set effect of the range timer you're talking about buffed the Ring of the Gods or like certain rings like that. Yeah, some like other set effects where you're wearing certain mm. things and get different effects. Mm. Yeah. Um, Interesting. Well, I can't even remember where I was going with that. Now I'm, I'm about to switch <laughs> topics, but I just like, completely forgot. Um, I want to ask actually, like, do, do you like Clue Scrolls? I love clue scrolls. That's like asking someone, "Do you like scratching scratches?" You know, it's like, uh, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I'm not a, not a gambling man as per se. I've had a devil yeah, a couple couple times here and there, and yeah, a bit yeah. far away from it. But uh, you know, not full degenerate. But um, yeah, no, clues are clues are really really fun. I was telling the other day that this game would be a lot less sort of uh, variety in case. I think if it didn't have clues, clues, yeah. Those were such a good. I I got like that was genius by the. I'm assuming the Gowers put that out. Yeah, just been around for a while. Did you ever have to use the old sextant back in the day? Do it manually before like sort of Rune mm, HQ? No, I was always Rune HQ because I started old school in 2015. So yeah, I had Rune HQ and the I had I had to use the wiki for the coordinates and Rune HQ for everything else. Yes, <laughs> fucking yeah. a that was so it. yeah. Oh shit! I, and I started, like, it was yeah. dangerous, bro. Bringing up a web browser whilst you had SwiftKit open too, like that was a that was a gamble, man. Yeah, no, I, I mean, going to crash the computer, you know? Yeah, there was there was a lot going, on. and I was playing on a tiny little laptop, a little thin boy with a wireless mouse. Yeah, shit, shit could go wrong, but um, no, I I did a lot of mediums when I first started, and that's when the addiction kind of like set in of because I was playing a main account, total noob. I mean, I was really a noob in 2015. You wouldn't expect it at this point but like people were noobs at some point i was a total noob and i was just getting back in since my childhood days and i was like let's go do some medium clues like that looks fun i didn't even know what ranger boots were i literally didn't know what they were and i pulled them third medium they were worth 19 mil at the time and that was like 5x my bank so (laughs) just boom you know I'm, i'm like holy shit i didn't even realize what i got and then my sixth medium i got another pair and so Damn. that is when everything's said, and I'm like, I love clues. I love these. <laughs> like these are the yeah. best. And yeah, uh, no, it's just an OG flex. Yeah. The Rangers hit too. Oh, dude, Walking around with that back in the day, you're like, wow, that guy games. Yeah, Ranger boots look so clean. I still don't have a second pair on this account. I've done almost a thousand mediums. Just got my first pair with Pegasians now, but um, I want to get that pair just for the fashionscape. I uh, I picked up a pair. Two days, three days, two days ago, three days ago before the Oof, weekend. Nice. Yeah, I was just trying, I'm trying to get a bandos cloak. You know, be humble and they give me a pair of rangers and I've got the climbing G boots. I'm like, relax. Give me the bandos cloak. Yeah. I won't be greedy. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, you're on that. Uh, you were you're talking about that. They're getting all the master clue items. How how far away are you from that? Yeah, so just one one more for. I just need the bandit's cloak, and I've got all the stash units. And how many mediums um, are you done? Oh, I want to say like maybe eighty. <laughs> oh oh, you're fucking golden. You're chilling. Eighty? Yeah. That's it. Eighty, bro. Yeah, I got ranged to like sixty-eight or something like a while ago. And then you got another pair yeah. of rangers just recently. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> kind of gross, eh? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Eighty. Wow. So yeah. you're a you're a cluer. Are you a clogger? You like um, at all? I'm neither really, man. I go for like functional items, and that's just it. Mm-hmm. Um, like I do enjoy clues. I recently did the Zemi full helm grind on the hards, and I finished it at three hundred and twenty of those. And I'll do the masters. I love doing master clues. Um, and yeah, so that's. That's about it. The extent is like it's got to have an end, means to an end. I probably yeah wouldn't yeah. go so much as clogging. I'm just a little bit demotivated because they brought out the collection log after my account, which I means know. there's a whole bunch of it drops essentially. Just fucking let you would us know the use pain. them. Let us right? use the items. It's time. Yeah. It's 2024. Nobody. You're at a severe disadvantage as an Iron Man doing clogging in the first place. And we've already, like, there's already a shit ton of mains that are already up there. This is not benefiting anyone. It's just making it a true collection log. If you obtain the item, let us fucking use it on the collection log already. 100%. And at the same time, it would actually increase, um, yeah, gameplay, uh, like, game time um, played, I would say like per Iron Man account, especially probably more for the like the legacy, the older ones. But if I felt like I was like closer and like I had known that every drop um, I'd ever got was actually accounted for, I'd be like, I'd push way harder to actually spend more time trying to get more collection logs. Yep. But the fact now that we have all these drops that are unaccounted for, I'm like, oh, well, what's so the annoying. point? Like, I'm not, not going to go double back like hundreds of drops. So it's just pointless. They need to allow that. They have the stupidest justification for, it's not even a justification. It's like some random, they said in a Q&A years ago, they're like, yeah, we, we can't do that because, you know, some Iron Man obtain things illegally. Like sort, sort of like, you know, without, like they, they were talking about as if like back in 2014 when Iron Man first came out, like there were some people using like a dual arena bug and trading over tacits or some shit. And there there yeah. might still be a couple accounts out there that, you know, illegally obtain tacits. Like nobody fucking cares. Like who, what? Like what are we talking about? And um, so in my opinion, and you know, th- this is always used against the Iron memes is, uh, you know, you chose to limit yourself, set the fuck down. But in this in this case, you know, for the mains, like you chose not to limit yourself, so now the Iron Man's have an advantage. You chose 100%. not to limit yourself, and so you don't get to use items. On your it's log. the bro. The only reason I, I I think it's they're using that excuse is you know I don't know it's it's bullshit. The real main problem is the fact that too many mains would be upset that we've apparently jumped yeah. up the leaderboards on the high scores for yeah. collection logs. Like, and it's now, like but, a, it's playing favorites, but. It, totally. Yeah. But now it doesn't yeah. matter. It's been six years almost since the release of Collection Log. I guess just, just over five years. But, like, yeah. just send it. Like, the, literally, there are so many more items in the game since back then. Yeah. It's like, yeah. D- no, nobody's completing the log anyway. Just fucking let us use them. 100%. I wonder how many years. That would be, mo- it would be multiple lifetimes to finish that, eh? Well... Uh, well, on an Iron Man, one hundred percent. Yeah. On a main, yeah. there are actually a few people getting pretty close. They're not. They're not going to do it because one of the, one of the so like Marnie has um like, 
I want to say like nine or 10 pieces of third age. Yeah. And yeah, he's, I mean, he's like what, 30 some clogs away from total completion, but you got to keep in mind, even if he was one away and he was missing, let's say a fucking third age ax or whatever, I don't know what he's missing. You're, you specifically looking for a third age ax is ridiculous. Like you are just good luck, like going for one specific third age item, you know? Like, I hope you have your account details in your will because your kids are going to probably, you know, be a dip with that whole, that responsibility, you know? And and then the biggest thing is, okay, you're you're one collection log away, and guess what? There's a new Clue Scroll expansion. Now we've come out with second age (laughs) items. There there you go. Here's the second age items. So The second age X. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so good good luck with all that. Um, However, I am kind of concerned with the collection log in general one of my the the things that's bad about it is it it really does kind of hinder nice quality updates in my opinion like i loved that back in the day they could unapologetically come out with a clue scroll expansion they could just do it they they did that in 2019 just boom here's a clue scroll expansion new items new shit and nowadays if you come out with a new clue scroll expansion where you're coming out with new stuff on the medium and the easy and the hard and the elite log People are going to riot because mm. people have already green logged it. That's right. They're going to yeah, riot and f- freak the fuck out. So it's just we're at this really delicate position now where the clogging people take it so goddamn seriously that we're limited in the things we can, you know, upgrade and have uh, expansions for. Yeah, no, you're totally right. I didn't actually think about that. Yeah, that, and that's the same mm-hmm. thing. That's the same kind of argument that goes along with uh, the completion escape. People really want the completion escape. Even I, Loki, sort of want it. It'd be kind of fun to get. Um, you know, I, I say these things. It's kind of like a doomer mentality of even like talking about the, the just the last example I brought up of the collection log of like, oh, you know, maybe I don't know. I just feel like I, I say these things in a negative light. Ultimately, I love RuneScape. I love playing the game. I don't. Most updates that have come out have just been ultimately fun and they're great. But I have to still be a pessimist with certain yeah. things and say my thoughts but completionist cape they would have some very negative side effects to that and that is yeah. one is like every single update that comes out now everyone's gonna be whining and moaning every little thing because oh i gotta get my fucking completionist cape back god damn it like you son of a bitch like i'm gonna try to vote no to this thing because i don't want to do that and that's gonna require my completionist cape and it's just gonna be a headache dealing with and what I, I, was yeah Sorry, sorry, sorry. No, no, no. That that was pretty much it. I was just going to ask if you had had any uh, experience with CAs, like having to upkeep those. Yeah. uh, No, I thought the update and the the latest update was a very good idea and not having to complete every single one in every single tier. Yeah. I think that was allowing a few more account types and it was just a bit more flexibility that, yeah, it was was smart. Um, But I thought there was a Reddit post not long ago where a guy made. it was like a, a staff. Do you remember this? A staff and a book. Um, and there was like, it looked different depending on how many collection log slots you had actually achieved. Yeah. I'm a huge and fan. It, yeah. No, and, go, yeah. Go. And, and it basically, it was really cool because like you'd be in that mode of like fashion scape where like maybe you're at a maxing party and like it's a time to sort of like show off your wares to the mm-hmm. boys and your achievements and things. And, I thought that was a really way, a really really cool way to do it without having to like get an item back. It's more so like you could add another item if it reaches a new tier in a sense. Mm-hmm. So mm. this is my this is my take 
um, this has kind of been altered. So for those listening that are listening to a bunch of casts, it's going to be slightly different than what I've said previously. But I'm okay with... Okay, so first of all, I just want to address your thing. A collection, an upgradable collection log book that's wieldable is a phenomenal... And a staff, yeah, yeah. I, I don't even like care about staff. the staff personally. I it just... It, the, if it was just the collection log book, that's enough. Yeah, yeah. Um, that you can equip itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You equip it, and what it is is every 100 logs, it upgrades. Yeah. So there's a new look to it, and the best part about this is it's it's like an... It's like the antithesis of what a uh, what a completionist cape would be, where you feel like you want to vote no on things because you want to keep your cape. This would incentivize more updates coming out and more content being released because you ultimately want to get to the next tier. And so if there's a new update that's coming out, it's going to offer 15 more collection logs. Ooh, like I can get to my next 100 easier. And that just keeps progressing. So there's no gatekeeping. I know Mod Kieran at one point in Q&A was like, what if we had a completion escape that was like 80% and then you get it? It's like, what the hell is that? Like, that's not... So this would be the ultimate flex of how many collection logs you've had. And it's a wieldable book that could maybe have some teleports on it. And it looks badass as hell. And it's fun to carry around. And my other thing I wanted to say was for completion escape, personally, if it were to come out, just let it be quests, uh, all like all quests, all achievement diaries, all combat tasks, um, all music, all emotes, and maybe you've just killed all bosses at least once, and you've killed, yep. um, and you've done uh, like one of each clue type once, or what, or, or maybe even that could be like the tiers of clues, like like a hundred masters, two hundred, whatever it is, something like that simple. For the most part, there's nothing crazy like oh, do all do all castle wars shit. Like what? What is that? And don't have it. Don't have any of it related to collection log. Because mm, mm, then you have the it two separates where like you have the completion escape that feels like a good solid flex that you're pretty overall completed. Then you have the attachment of the book that you could flex. What they really should do is just like they should just put it up as a. <laughs> this would be out the gate. And man- Imagine they say, we will give 5% equity stake in Jagex if anyone completes the collection. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so bad, man. Like, it'd be great for business. Like, no one would ever finish it, obviously. But, um, wow, that would be, I think that'd be a good piece of PR. That'd be good crazy. That would be that'd crazy. That'd be hilarious. That'd be worth a lot, too. Highly encouraging degeneracy. It would be like Ready Player One, bro. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah, it'd be nuts. <laughs> yeah. Good movie. There was uh, somebody, I think, was it Frey on the cast I had like a month ago or so on? And he was talking about like, what if there what if there was a collection log cape in the game, yeah. but just nobody could get it because it requires all collection logs. That's so, cool. Like, uh, honestly, I wouldn't be opposed yeah, to that. Like, yeah. like, it's nice funny. to have a little bit of like mystery and, and, and mystique, you know? Yeah, that was the cool thing about like their mark or what, X, what, what was that? thing they did the treasure oh yeah was that um, it now it's a quest or am i is that is that the thing we're thinking of like the, the helm of railvald or whatever the hell it's called yeah i think it is called just it's like an introduction crack the clue tools. that's what i was thinking crack the crack the that's yeah, yeah. that's the term i was thinking but yeah that was really um, cool yeah that and then they should just leave it as an easter egg uh in terms of like what the appearance looks like like they should make it an Easter egg. Like maybe you got to hunt down an NPC who shows it to you or something, or equips it for a split second, or you know, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how the coding works. I feel like the wiki team and everybody else is just like super 
on their detective grinds and whenever anything comes out they find out all the information about it before any anything's actually revealed yeah but we're knows? so lucky to have that wiki is and but like the game for runelight and for the wiki is so much more enjoyable because of those um platforms shout out to those guys for real that develop those and keep them up there apart from I, I actually i got a little bone to pick because i was doing the sally maniacs episode uh the series with a good friend of mine shout out theodora bowman um we were going for tomes of water because our only uh weapons we could use during the series were salamanders mm -hmm. and they have this tech where you can stand diagonally and still attack with them um which is really cool because you know you can you don't need like obstacles or anything like that you know like a bow does um and so we went for the tome of waters because on the wiki they said that um it increases the accuracy and the duration of the tome of water and we spent like three weeks between both of us trying to get one each and then about six days before we had gotten them someone had edited the wiki and corrected it to basically say that the time of waters um didn't increase the duration just the accuracy <laughs> so it. we just wasted three weeks uh, <laughs> at fucking temporos bro we we're losing our minds like oh we got God. so desperate after every game we'll be like okay five pulls let's go it's got to be this one like we were just oh chaos pain, pain yeah yeah <laughs> funny though yeah no the wiki is insane rune light i mean i just endless praise to yeah the rune light team i mean like bro we are so like dude i would i seriously i think about this i would be willing genuinely willing to pay 25 dollars a month to use rune light i'd gladly pay it yeah but it's completely free like what the yeah. fuck like we're so spoiled man like we had the they wiki do, and rune light that's nuts they do have a patreon by the way uh it's like patreon.com forward slash rune light um if you guys want to show your support there um that is actually a fucking yeah. great shout i actually need to do that i've supported a couple a couple of creators but definitely need to get on that because seriously like they they do s rune light is a game changer it's a completely different game it's so mm. nice it's so goddamn great like this game is amazing because of it and it's quite lightweight. Like, uh, do you remember OBS? I'm pretty sure I heard stories like they actually hash your CPU for um, crypto mining. And that's why it was so heavy. That could just be a room over. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know if it was like that heavy for that reason. But I heard stories that they actually CPU hashed. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> that could be, I don't know, that could be a lie. But yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, would, it would make sense. When uh, when OS Buddy was a thing, I, I I gladly paid the whatever it was four dollars a month or three fifty whatever it was. Yeah, wait, I said OS Buddy. Eh? Wait, what you did said I say? wait 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 you said OBS, but I think OBS OS Buddy. Oh OS Buddy, yeah, sorry, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Um, I mean, even five dollars a month, bro, like for some premium features. Yeah. I reckon they should at least turn it into a freemium because they deserve it. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty good. But that that's yeah. a great shout. They do have a Patreon. Everything's free, and you know you can support if you want. Um, yeah, it's it's great. Um, okay, so let's see. Here's a question from. Well, here no, it's not a question, but Nomad says, "Does Ron? Oh, it is a question. Well, first one is a question. Does Ron live in the USA now? I could see him <laughs> living in Texas, owning a gun, and go shooting or hunting every day." um i'm not a massive fan of the hunter skill per se um 
but there was a a snapshot, uh, a photo uh, that was doing the rounds a little bit. Um, I'll give you a little backstory. Well, my sister lives in Sydney. She's across the ditch from me, three hour flight. And um, me and a friend who's he's very good with uh, photography and stuff. So he was recruited to take photos of the weekend. And um, we went over there and uh, it was a, it was a pretty big weekend. Um, for some reason, I think it's hospitality. Australians party hard on a Sunday. So I ended up waking on a Monday to a friend of mine pouring vodka in my mouth while I was asleep on my bed. <laughs> and naturally the degenerate I am, I just started swallowing rather than spitting it out. <laughs> And before I know it, I'm um, I'm in the uh, the lounge and I've got a cigarette in my hand, and uh, I'm trying to find a lighter. No one's got a lighter, so I'm using a little bit of Kiwi ingenuity and I'm using the toaster to no avail. So uh, then I was like, okay, what else can I use? And oh, the oven grill. I'll turn that on. And as I turn on the the oven grill, um, picture me. I'm in socks. I've got a cigarette in one hand. And I've got a cowboy hat on, and that's it. I'm completely <laughs> naked, apart from those three items. And I'm kneeling down in front of this oven, right? And uh, my mate's kind of hearing all the commotion going on. So he runs in when he's got this camera, and he goes, hold that pose, right? Smile at the camera, got the cigarette in front of the oven. Anyway, so I go on, and actually the grill worked. Uh, it was a great success. And, yeah, so catch the flight the next day. Come back, stream Tuesday, and uh, some of the boys, Skidler and John and all the boys kind of hear about this weekend, and I was telling my chat, and, and there's like a, an album of photos, and this in particular one they all wanted to see, but I was like, well, I can't because Mahani's in it, and they're like, we'll just Photoshop it out, and I was like, okay, you know what, I'll chuck a pink bucket hat, seems uh, right, reasonably appropriate, we'll chuck one of those over my bum. And so I photoshopped it quite riskily on, uh, I don't even know if that's a word, on, on my other monitor. And then I pulled it up on the stream and everyone's having a good crack up, you know, like, they're all, oh, what a weekend. That looks fucking hilarious, you know, all this sort of shit. And uh, anyway, I'm reading down in the chat and this one guy, Johnny Bravo 1993, he pipes up and he goes, Ron, I can see your dick and your balls. <laughs> In the reflection of the oven no, door. No, Bro, no. take it down. <laughs> oh, my God. No, the angle at, like, which the photo had been taken on had perfectly, like, reflected, like, the way I was kneeling down with, like, one, one knee on the floor and then one leg up as if I'm about to be knighted. Perfectly exposed, my little Varrock Town Centre. General store, water fountain was in there, like... The whole lot. And so it was so good because after that comment, you could see everyone in the chat stop typing and then they read his comment and they would have been looking at the monitor and then just trying to like see what he was saying and then everyone lost the shit. Oh, and, no. Um, oh, yeah. Everyone saw it. So my little Winston was, uh, was yeah, on display. Um, <laughs> damage control. Reflection. There was like 30 clips, bro, like within like two minutes. Um, so I was trying to delete all those. <laughs> I had to stop the stream. It was uh, it was a pretty funny way to to show my phallus for the first time on the internet. Yeah, <laughs> damn, that could have been some OnlyFans content. You missed out. So that was a that was a tangent. But that um, he's probably getting his inspiration from my profile picture at the moment, which is me with that cowboy hat looking back at the camera, and um, I have an American flag in the background. 
And um, I just thought I would really, you know, put my marketing degree to use and um, really go after my target market, which does seem to, to be the Americans. So, you know, a point of relatability, if you will. It's a piss take, though. Um, I have not moved. Uh, but would I move to Texas? Probably not. <laughs> yeah, Texas. I've, I, I lived in Texas for a couple of years. Did you? Yeah. How'd you find that? Uh, I mean, so I was actually serving a Mormon mission when I was there for two oh, yeah. years. So I wasn't, um, wasn't really just living. I was doing stuff, but, uh, um, no, it was, it was nice. Like the area is really nice. I was living in like yeah. Houston and, um, and, and in Katy, Texas, Katy, Texas is really, really, really beautiful and nice. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Like I actually really like Texas. I, I don't, I wouldn't mind like living there ultimately, but, um, there's a lot of perks to it, but. Yeah, you definitely get like that sort of, well, in some parts of Texas, especially you get that hella K-Kona vibe for sure. But Full wild, wild west. Yeah. But, but in the yeah. city, I mean, it's just like anywhere else kind of, anywhere else in the States sort of where it's just a big city sort of got that city life. But yeah, when you yeah. imagine Texas, you imagine a bunch of cowboys and stuff and you're actually there. Like again, certain parts you're going to get those cowboys, but a lot of parts it's just, it's pretty much normal America. So... Like, would it be comparable to like Yellowstone, kind of? Yeah, some parts of some parts of Texas would be like that, like country vibe, you know. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and I've been to Yellowstone as well, so yeah, kind of. Have you, have you seen the series? Oh, the actual like show. I don't think so. I, yeah. I've I've definitely heard about it, but I've never seen it. It's not bad. It's worth a watch. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Texas is massive, though. I mean, it's fucking just huge. Yeah. How how big is Australia compared to Texas? I actually want to know that. Like, let me look that up. Texas versus Australia size, <laughs> like area size. You'll have to include New Zealand in there as well. Yeah, I guess I'm just thinking of Australia though, just because I I feel like Australia is massive, but then I, oh wow, Australia is massive. Jesus Christ, holy shit. It's like to fly from Sydney. No, I mean, look, like, look at this. I'll send you a picture of just like what Texas. I, I first I thought Texas would actually like sort of be like maybe half, but it's. Oh, not did even... you put it over the top of it? Yeah, yeah. Look at this. Yeah, that's a shout. No, Australia's huge. Yeah, holy shit! Because Texas. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> no, I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, that's wild. I was expecting like half. Yeah, Texas is big, but yeah, Australia is massive. Jesus. What's the size of New Zealand compared to uh, Australia? Uh, oof, I feel like we maybe take up like one, like, uh, I don't even know. I want to say like maybe we're the size of New South Wales, which is that, that photo in the bottom right. That would be a guess. Um, is Let's go. Is New Zealand bigger than New South Wales? Images. Oh, okay. So there you go. Look, I think that might be from the same thing. Let me see it. But yeah, it looks kind of, kind of comparable to Texas almost. Wow. Uh, yeah. Smaller. Yeah. 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 Actually, I don't reckon that's bad guess, but yeah. No, Australia is a big, big fiery yeah, island. Jesus Christ, it is. But majority of it's like uninhabited, really. That's crazy. It's something like top 50 deadliest snakes in the world. Like 48 of them are on Australia. 
bra. What the hell? That thing was condemned. It's like everything wants to kill you on that island, including the woman. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! How? Yeah, Yeah. that's. I was re. I almost hesitate to even say this because I can't fully recall, but I was reading this book called Sapiens um, and it was just talking about like the whole history of like humanity and how like humans living in Australia, like uh, basically like the early humans that lived there, like just totally decimated the place, like with with, uh, certain animals, like so many animals went extinct because of humans. Oh uh, yeah. In Australia, just like just a huge percentage of them. Yeah. And, uh, just wild to think how much like just i don't know thinking of like you know because you put like an animal in a certain like a new habitat like i know i know uh like florida has like problems with like crocodiles or alligators alligators i think not crocodiles i don't know the difference really but um now they're like infested basically like they get like infestations when you just release new animals into new parts of the land but it's crazy like when you see humans as animals and you shove them in some new part of the land just start driving other animals extinct like pretty rapidly yeah crazy destructive beings aren't we we are we really are it's crazy Mm. it's yeah it's nuts okay um arousing uh this is gonna be really good finally after many requests best streaming moment where is your magma mutagen and if you could remove anything from the game what would it be um, best streaming moment. Oh, I want to say honestly, the the Sanguinesi stuff was a pretty iconic drop. It was like I hate that it boiled down to a drop, but it's so much more than a drop. As you said before, it's like you get to share that with you know hundreds of other people, mm-hmm. um, and that's pretty that's pretty special. So it was it was probably just that. I would say, yeah, it's the what it all encapsulates. But I would say, yeah, the Lamborghini stuff, 1,250, I think, chests to get that. And um, Nelly Furtado, Fly Like a Bird, was playing at the perfect time. I opened the chest. And it's like, that, and like it hit the chorus or whatever, and it was the staff, and I just fucking went ballistic. Um, oh, my God. Yeah. Was so so this, also, is, this is before The Shadow, right? It was even released? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that was that was before The Shadow. That was, that was years ago. Um, the... Uh, yeah, the nil horn was more relief, I think, than anything. I went so dry for it. Like, it almost wasn't exciting, but it, like it was. But um, I think the Infernal Cape, too. I, I feel like every RuneScape player who's gotten one of those um, can, yeah, can probably attest to, like, that's it's quite a... That kind of deliberate content is some of the best in the game, alongside yeah. Tob, I feel. And it's it's super special when you, when you finally grind that out. Yeah, because um, you're overcoming something that's hella difficult, and you finally do yeah. it. It's like, wow. and you learn so much along the way, and like you become a better gamer for it. And totally, it's it's like getting your full gaming license. It's, yeah, um, and your confidence just spikes. It's like, okay, yeah. I can do everything now. Yeah, hundred um, percent. The magma mutagen that I do not have because I was doing Zora. And I went to combo eight because I was being like real efficient. Um, it was like, I'm trying to think what phase. It was the range phase last. I was like about 40 HP. And I went to do one hit to kill it. And then I was going to eat because I had PID effectively. 
um, and I misclicked my combo eight. I died, but I also killed it before I did. No, no. And then Mega Mutagen, yeah, respawned no. on the ground. So my favorite cosmetic in the bin. Luckily, uh, there's no meta for Serps now. <laughs> yeah, but oh my god, what was your like? How did you react? Uh, two hands in the face. Pretty, pretty standard protocol. Like, that, just that. That does not happen. Like, that's such a rare drop. What is the likelihood of double deathing and getting that? Like, oh, my God. That's yeah. Dreadful. I mean, I guess I'm not, like, super well-known for sailing, staying alive the whole time. I, I'm not, like, I envy people who can juggle conversations seamlessly and play the game like it's like riding a bike. Mm-hmm. I, my brain, I, I don't know, doesn't kind of allow that so well <laughs> and even if even if you die a hundred times i mean still the rarity is just oh yeah double death thing is still crazy that sucks man dude did yeah. you speaking of um i don't know if you ever saw that ignoble solid clip uh where he literally gets a nile horn <laughs> at next and die yeah, I, double deaths yeah yeah and then it, the collection log slot popped up oh, right? and when God. when he spawned fuck it's good oh so that is so, yeah i can only imagine like if that happened to you can you imagine Quit. if that happened to you <laughs> Quit. Yeah. Quit forever, bro. Oh, uh, as my wife would say, I'll, I'll just send Jagex a cease and desist letter. The, the, no the, more. the only good thing, like the only silver lining to that is the fact that it was recorded and people can laugh at your peril and you could milk it for like some crazy ass content. But imagine like you weren't a, a creator. <laughs> it just fucking just happens. Yeah. I'd be like, Behe, this one is an exclusive clip and you're going to have to buy this one off me. <laughs> <laughs> for real. <laughs> for real <laughs> i want a tier three sub and you can have it yeah i'm for cheap. real yeah oh my god okay if you could um, remove anything from the game what would it be uh, ooh. man that could go so many ways if i could remove anything from the game what would it be um hmm Part of me would love like to say the GE because I absolutely miss the old days of just manually selling shit, but mm-hmm. like it's not realistic. There's you know Yeah. Too many people and it's yeah, it doesn't scale well and it's a it'd be more of a pain. Um now that we have faster gameplay and stuff. Um I do agree with I, you by the way. I, I loved uh I love that just not I think the idea of not having a grand exchange really feels like RuneScape to me. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, I'm trying to think of all the points where I've been like, I hate this. Um, and RuneScape's pretty good at not having that. <sighs> I definitely think some of the worst content that has come out have just been like deliberate devalue. So I'm like really like, I'm not purist but i like i like having iron man be that mode where you play solo you have to grind for your shit it's like you're you're choosing to limit yourself basically and i like that Mm. so um certain things have really pissed me off like one is the chaos altar just literally cutting the prayer time in half like i i actually really missed the like build your poh get a gilded altar and go to your poh and train prayer efficiently and then all of a sudden it was like nah, mm-hmm. just this is just a wilderness skill at this point it's just stupid and you're you're trolling if you're not doing it and the other yeah. update i really hated was like i really hated zaya room crafting i think that was like 
just really dumb the way they did it. It was just boring as fuck, and it was just bad. And, okay, this is, like, years ago. I used to, like, hate this, but it's just been so long since. It's just, like, whatever. And recently, I don't like the Scar Essence mine. I think that was a bad update as well. Because mm. it was a, it's a Band-Aid fix. It's something where, like, you could have, you could really spend some time fixing room crafting and making it really worthwhile and making new things. Like, I'm not going to go all into this right now on the cast, but, like, there's some great ideas to improve it but instead they're just like here we'll just make it a buyable where you do one hour of room crafting for the next year and you're good as an iron man that's just against the spirit in my opinion yeah yeah no it's got merit yeah um i am drawing a blank on that one we'll circle back to that i'll let that incubate for a bit okay (laughs) (laughs) so um let's see you are currently doing a game show is it weekly is it bi-monthly is it monthly the uh deal or steal or steal or deal steal and steal and steal deal and steal steal. yeah so doing it probably at most i'd say like maybe once a month kind of thing at the moment it's um sort of as it comes um yeah just like kind of like when i feel like it Mm -hmm. i guess which is kind of a lazy answer but um yeah, so it's a it's a combination of uh, deal and no deal and golden balls. Do you know what golden balls is? No, but I know what deal or no deal is. Yeah, golden balls is uh, contestants. Uh, let's say they've got fifty thousand um, dollars. Like the end game of golden balls is um, there's fifty thousand dollars and there's two people, two contestants, um, and they have to reveal whether or not they're going to split or steal. Oh, uh, and so if they both say steal, then they don't get anything of the fifty uh, k. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, this is a very basic version of the show. Yeah. Uh, and then there's split or steal. Um, so like if one goes split, one goes steal. Person who stole gets fifty, and then if they both say split, they both get twenty five k. Um, so deal and steal is a combination of both of those, where two contestants they play together as a team to get a high. I guess the highest uh, offer from the bank possible. Um, and then once they've got that sum of money, then they do the golden balls um, mechanic at the end and they're going to have to play against one another. It's quite fun. I see. I see. So yeah, what's what um, I actually now know what you're talking about with that game. Cause I saw a clip of that guy. That's like, I've decided to steal and I will split the money with you after the show, basically. And the guy's like, oh, shit. Like, what? Like, are you, are you sure? And, like, the host is like, no, he doesn't have to if he doesn't want to. He's like, but he's like, I will. I promise. I promise. And then at the very mm-hmm. final reveal, it shows that they both split. And I was like, oh, yeah. so wholesome. <laughs> so, wholesome. so good. I know. A, a few people, I think that's actually happened twice on mine now. Like, people have adopted that strategy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, a couple of times. But, that's um, cool. I'm trying to get people who don't, often game together as well just to introduce some different dynamics yeah, and stuff that's my fun um just because like you get two people that know each other well and like they never want to fuck each other over i know <laughs> it's like that that's what i'm thinking like if it's just mm. but they have good chemistry <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah like like you're just an asshole if you steal it like come on man <laughs> like what the mm. hell's wrong with you but it, it still is for content for sure you gotta, you gotta yeah. get that content going yeah and so We've what? um we added a, another mechanic where um mm-hmm. where people cheer um donate or give subs and um it counts towards uh like a goal effectively like a hype boss mm. um and when you complete it I've got this extension 
for Twitch where people can click on a case on the screen from the comfort of their own home um, and they can collectively vote on a case the viewers would like to pick. Um, so Ooh. they can kind of stitch up the contestants as well um, or they can help them out. Uh, so that's that's been quite fun to, to see them. I've always I've always liked to, to, to engage the viewers in, in a certain way and bring them into it because I feel like that's the spirit of Twitch, you know, yeah. and um, there's some good plugins and extensions out there that allow you to do that. That's cool. Hmm. What would, um, if, if I'm just thinking now, if you were in an, an IRL setting with a total stranger playing the golden ball thing, and there was let's just say there was twenty thousand dollars on the line. Would you split or steal, knowing that the other person could scam you? Um, I, I guess that's uh, oversimplification because it has to depend on the yeah. vibe you're getting. But that's right. I mean, like it would depend on my own, I guess, monetary sort of you know needs at the time. Um, you know, the person's character. You know, do I take them as someone who would steal? Mm-hmm. Um. A lot of factors, uh, but I would say as an oversimplification on maybe my own morals and and being just and fair, I would split. Yeah, it really. Yeah. I I feel like when you're if you were in that situation with the actual vibe of the environment and the person's energy, like you could literally tell, like if they're gonna steal. It was, or not. If it was a dog. It was an absolute dog who'd been an asshole. Um. And just the way he played the game, I would play the game and, and definitely deceive him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you'd have to. Yeah. I, I yeah. feel like if there was like too much money online, like you're like kind of like it's kind of dangerous, sort of, to like really fuck somebody over, like of like real yeah. money. That could like I'd be like, I, I need like security home, please. <laughs> like get me out of here. <laughs> yeah. I guess yeah, the amount of money you play for is obviously a yeah. you know, it's a driver. Like I'm sure there would be a an amount where no matter what you'd probably i don't know actually i'm just thinking like if there was like some guy that looks like a psychopath across from you and you're lying to him and then you eventually like steal it and he splits Mm -hmm. and you fucking walk out like i'm i'm scared of for my life right now like this guy could fucking come after me (laughs) at this point like you just like imagine he lost like fifty thousand. like that's gonna keep him up at (laughs) night you know like jesus christ going out with a fake name or something what sorry you'd have to go in there with like oh, a fake name oh yeah oh yeah just yeah. like it's something just leave the country or something. i don't know just, just a total right. psychopath across from you like i could just that's terrible i guess the more money as well that was up for grabs like at the end of the day it's like actually makes it easier to probably be a good person because at some yeah, point there's like, so it much it's like so much re- money it's like yeah i don't need it all yeah you know mm. yeah um okay uh let's i do you have that i i think we're we're kind of wrapping up things uh i want to ask you for three shout outs you did you have something for the uh worst worst update in the game i guess i'll worth uh something to remove from the game yeah um or yeah something to remove something to remove have you ever done mta MTA is not really like something you need to do anyway, so it's like whatever. Yeah, no, I have. I've done my. I've done done everything there. Done the really. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, but yeah, when I say everything, I mean like all the cores. So like, oh okay, I thought you thought you green locked one fucking and the boots. Okay. Yeah, nah, fuck. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, people would 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 praise me if I said uh, MTA, but I feel like that would be predictable. Yeah. Um, uh, I would say the tentacles from Sire can fuck right off, bro. There's nothing worse than reading the chat and then like running to a you know different part of the room or something accidentally and just getting whack, you know, on the back <laughs> of the head. It just that triggers me so much. I don't it's know. It's so bad. It is so bad. Oh. One thing I would do is swap the animations from the arc light and in the fang. So the arc light has this really cool like 360 stabbing thing, yeah. which makes sense. But it's a slash spec weapon, and then the fang has like this really really cool slash animation. Oh, you're but right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm imagining them both right now. That would be yeah, that would be amazing. Yeah. I'd what about actually... you? Anything you'd remove? Well, I already said those. Well, I, I think the chaos altar should be removed. Fuck that. Oh yeah, that. sorry, you did too. Yeah, but, yeah, and and plus the the prayer. I mean, the prayer meta nowadays is like just just, just like one to one with Slayer. You have so much ashes and other things. So I just hate. Yeah. I just hate having to go out in the wilderness. Like fuck that stuff. But again, I'm max. It's not like it really matters. So a lot of the stuff I don't really care about. But yeah, no, I think that's a that's a good thing. The thing and the arc light switch. Okay, um, Ron, I'm going to ask you for three shout-outs now to kind of wrap things up. Also, for those still listening, down in the description, I'll have Ron's links, his Twitch, his Twitter. Do you Are you on YouTube? Actually, I actually don't know. I'm on the tube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I am. I've got um, a lot of my game show episodes up there. Um, and, yeah, I've got Sally Maniac series that I did with uh, Mr. Theodore Bowman and a few other bits and pieces, just stream highlights and stuff. Yeah. Hell yeah. Plenty of I, stuff on there. Yeah. I, I just subscribed. I'm looking at it on my end right now. Yeah, everyone oh, go uh, down in the description. Go go drop them a follow for me on those uh, three platforms. Is there anything else you want linked? Um. Oh, maybe a link to my drinking game I'm developing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, I'm <laughs> If you guys do want a fun little uh, drinking game for the summer, I'm currently only shipping uh, within New Zealand just because I haven't organized uh, anything overseas officially. Um, but maybe if you throw my Discord in there and they can message me privately if they're from another country and I have other shipping options. Um, yeah. It's called rolledgame.com is the website. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a little bit of fun. Encapsulates a, a dice and uh, a thousand different drinking challenges on it. Perfect. It's been yeah. a cool little project. Yeah. And it's actually great. You could use it when you stream. It doesn't necessarily have to be a drinking game, but you can create your own games on it. So you can assign every side of the dice, like all, you know, different content. And um, yeah, it's, it's quite a fun little mechanic for the streams that I use at the moment. Cool, cool. Okay, I'll have that down there as well. And I'll have your Discord linked. Legend. Um, Huge. Okay, now I'm going to ask you for three shout outs. Okay. Um,. First shout out goes out to my lovely girlfriend, Cult Leader 69. Um, bless up, Slay Queen. Um, second shout out is going to none other than the Rontourage, uh, the community that's given me everything. And uh, yeah, not going to get too cheesy on it, but uh, I love you guys. And a third shout out would be to you, good sir, for uh, hosting a great string of uh, podcasts. Um, and uh, yeah, bringing the community one step closer together every time you do it. That is really sweet of you. Thank you. Right. Yeah, great, great, great shout outs. Uh, uh, thank you for the shout out as well. Um, it's, it's fun. It's a, it's always a pleasure. This was genuinely a really nice conversation. This was really, it's 
it's fun meeting you, man. Like for like real talk, like getting to talk for a few hours. Likewise, um, it's gone quick. Um, yeah, and um, <laughs> flies by. <laughs> yeah, surprisingly, I was like, you when you see like two or three hours, I was like, oh, I was like, yeah, it's a bit of a stint, bro. But honestly, it, yeah, it feels like a little hour and a half sort of stint, man. So no, I've it's um, I've really enjoyed it. Been an honor. Thanks for inviting me on. Yeah, my pleasure. Okay, guys, as I said, down in the description, uh, go 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 show him some love, follow his links. And also, if you guys want to support the cast, there's a Patreon link or a YouTube membership, YouTube membership link down there if you want to support. Get your name on the title screens. Um, this Thursday, we're going to have Mutz on the cast for his second appearance. He is a Blorva, Zuck Helm, hardcore Iron Man gamer, the literal legend. So I'm excited to talk to him again. And uh, yeah, thank you once again, Ron, for coming on. Been a pleasure, bro. Appreciate it. Enjoy your day. Thank you. Thank you. All right, everyone, take it easy, and we'll catch you in the next one. Peace. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.